The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Uche with the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, and I wanted to tell you about my guys at The Home Doctor. The Home Doctor is the DMV's leader in roofing replacement. They offer all major brands. They are highly certified, and they are back offering their free roof promotion. Now through the end of October, call The Home Doctor and get a free roof when you simply pay for the installation. Yes, that's right, a free roof when you pay for the installation. This is a limited offer, so make sure you contact The Home Doctor today. Visit them online at yourhomedoctor.com. Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe Use this gospel for protection It's a hard road to heaven We call on your blessings And the Father, we put our faith You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast Starring Uche and QDZ Yo, 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 We are the ill-advised wise guys. It's your boy, boy. for Sheezy. I just listened to Kanyeezy's album and some Yeezys. Ooh. Ooh. The bars just keep getting better. Hey, did you just keep getting did, did you, better? Did you did you get that on discount though? Did you get the Yeezys like on on, on layaway? Uh, actually, you know, what I'm starting to think it's not Yeezys. I'm starting to think it's Steve Madden's. Like they're, they're the people that do knockoffs, right? <laughs> right? Think, isn't I it Steve Madden? Steve Madden is a whole other brand, sir. Isn't isn't it the, the ones that knockoff stilettos? Right? Right? Wasn't it Steve Madden's? I don't know, man. Shit. Listen, I I how am I how, how am I gonna know? I the just know this from Crime Mob. Okay, just they they stilettos. Uh, this is episode 62, 62, 62. And, uh, we thank y'all for listening and, uh, we'd like to introduce our guest to the actual episode. He goes by the name of Vinny boy. Yo, say what's up, man. What's going on? How's everybody doing out there? Vinny to the BOI checking in with the ill-advised wise guys on Dream Vision Networks. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. This dude can actually rap. Word. Like I'm talking like real deal rap. Yo, hey, I know we, I just thought about something right now, and uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but like, maybe later on, man, you could spit a little, you know what I mean, a little 16, 32, <laughs> 32-ish, if, you, oh, if you're man. down for it. I, no pressure, no oh, pressure. No, Ooh, that's a lot of pressure. I, I said no pressure, man. That's a lot that, of pressure. I, I just removed all the pressure by saying no pressure. Like, but then again, when somebody like that can rap, like, this is a legit rapper. Yeah, man. Yeah, now, um, if you told me to spit sixteen. Yeah, I don't. Wait. I'm gonna have to give me like a a day. 
I'm gonna have to write some stuff down. Like I, I have to be inspired. I'm, I'm gonna have to have events happen to me. Yeah, I'm the same. It's like you the environment I mean? has to call for the freestyle. It the, can't mm-hmm. be like you know on demand rap. Oh, you rap, rap. It's like, oh, where's the vibe? Like, bro? Hey, he's a rapper, right? Hey, just you just can just rap in your sleep, right? Just start. Rapping. I mean, I mean, it's sometimes it's like that. Sometimes you get in the vibe where you can just throw some stuff off the top. But I understand. Got to be in the mode. I understand, man. It's all good. Uh, thank you guys for joining. Um. Yeah, man, we got a jam packed show. No, we don't. Why? Why are you lying? Because we it's have sa- it's one bro, album, bro. It sounds good. Just, come on, man. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we damn, have a jam packed show. This show is so jam packed. You it's, don't want to miss our the the first hour mark. We have we're going to be breaking down all the albums that came out this year. We have an extraordinary show. Absolutely, this thing is grand. It's Grandiose. so amazing. Oh my god! This show is so good. We only have one album to talk about, and it's so fitting that it's uh, the illustrious Kanye West. El- illustrious. He's illustrious. Oh man. Yeah, man. Uh, but anyway, that's that's for a little bit later. So, but for the listeners who who this is uh your first show, we thank you guys for tuning in. For the li- for the listeners who this is your last show, if this is the last <laughs> show you will ever listen to, hey, it was great while it lasted. But listen, we got some people who fuck with us, and, and we thank you guys for tuning in each and every episode. Nonetheless, for those of you guys who are not familiar, we start this show off with our Watch the Throne segment. And uh, on that particular segment, we usually give our thoughts on the best albums of the year. And Unfortunately, we haven't been doing a good job at that. I think this is the perfect show to really get into that conversation. And, and that it is true, because we only have one album. Exactly. And Vinny Boy... He made a good point. Watch the Throne is named after Kanye and Jay-Z. The one album we're talking about is Today. one half of the Watch the Throne people. Kanye West. The oh, irony. man. The, the irony. irony. Man. Yeah. It's crazy. A lot of people talk about that album, too, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's Mainly getting... bad. Did you hear it? I've heard it. All right. I've so heard it. We, we, we about to dive deep in that one. And by the way, on the site, ratingsgamemusic.com, we got the list of... All the albums we think are the hottest of 2019. Go ahead and vote, and we'll probably talk about it. We'll probably call you a liar or whatever the case may be. <laughs> Just go out and vote. Let us know. Yeah, and by the way, I want to point out the fact that we have put that post up on Instagram yes. and our social media. We've been getting a lot of left field answers too. People saying we're crazy. I heard. How dare JPEG you? Mafia. How dare you? You don't have Earth Gang Mirrorland. I'm like. Fam, I, I like I like that album, but I don't know about the, the best of the year. Like, we can come on. add it on there. Well, wow, best of the year. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, right now the three albums are leading right now. Um, why being Corday? That's respectable. Yeah, that was a nice Young album. That's Doug, I think that's respectable. And Dreamville, Revenge of the Dreamers. Those are the three that are winning right now. It's tied. It's actually tied. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. So if you haven't already done so, go to our social media page, click the link. We have a poll going on on ratingsgamemusic.com right now. I'm surprised Summer Walker's not leading. Come on, guys. I told y'all. Bro, you vote. (laughs) Vote for Summer Walker. Hey, how do you create a bot that will just vote for Summer Walker? I'm about to create a bot, man. Like a hundred times. I try to vote, but it it didn't let me. (laughs) All right. It said I couldn't vote twice. And I already voted for uh, Ye- uh, Yellow Wolf. Jeez. But, uh, after Watch the Throne, what we have is the ill and the not so advised. 
that's where we talk about the best songs that came out in the last couple of weeks and the worst songs that came out in the last couple of weeks. And for some odd reason, French Montana is always on this list. You know what? He didn't end up on this one. He didn't. I, I have, I have to defend, I have to defend something. my my brother, man. Your African brother? He's yeah. from Africa. Yeah, he's he's from uh where the hell is he from again? He's from Morocco. Morocco. There you he's go. Yes, yes. Um Hey, put some respect in Morocco's name. Don't say where the hell Morocco. Morocco, man. Wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking Come about, on, man? man? I forgot where he was from. Damn, man. Uh anyway, after that, we'll get into the ill and the Damn, I fucked up. The ill-advised thoughts. Ill-advised thoughts. Thoughty. Wait. Wait. This is episode 62, and I still don't know what the hell you're saying. Are you saying thoughts or thoughts? Yeah, thoughts. 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 Remember. Like the term from Chicago. Remember, as we like we talked about offline before this episode started, the way I sound does not... Has nothing to do with education, man. It's, listen, I'm, wow, listen I am educated. Just because you can't understand what I'm saying doesn't mean that I don't like thoughts. Okay? But wait, wait, wait. So, so why are we? So, if it's thoughts, why are we bragging that they're ill-advised? You know what? I I, you, I can you, mess you, with an ill-advised. You know, you know why? You know why? Uh-huh. Because only the most brilliant people in history have had ill-advised thoughts. You are you. Remember they what, hey. thought. They thought. Albert Einstein was crazy because he had ill-advised thoughts. Hey, hey, Vinny. They uh, thought in- instinctfully we they, go to that notion. They hey, they thought uh 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 Bill Gates and all of these guys were were crazy because they had ill-advised thoughts. Man, what, like what don't you understand about that? Hey, and I ain't talking about crazy women. Next, I'm talking about Ooch. like Ooch. left field thoughts, man. Why, why is do it you pe- not understand English? I'm why saying it, thoughts. Why is it people talk so crazy after they put their two weeks notice in? I know you put your two weeks notice in. <laughs> Stop talking crazy on the damn mic. Bro. We're replacing you with Vinny Boy. Why I you- told you that. <laughs> Yo, I told you. Hey, listen. Sorry, sorry. That's that's news that's supposed to come you, out. Sorry, you, I'm, le- I'm leaking you, news. You, so, speaking of leaking news, uh, you know what? Let me not go there. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to put you on blast. <laughs> that did not sound good. That didn't sound good I, at I, all. You know what? I'm not. I'm not even going to put him on blast. But that it's cool though. Bad. I know. That's why I chill. What you wow. about to say about me? Nah, don't worry about it, man. You know, listen, man. I got this. About in my to back tell pocket. me my name's not my real name. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got it in my back pocket just oh, in case. You know, boy. this is wow. for later on in the episode, man. I'm scared now. Uh. Anyway, on that note, I think uh, we should just start the show, man. I think so. What do you guys think? Cue the kid. Let's do it. Cue the kid. Watch the throne. So, with the first and only album, as we mentioned earlier on the Watch the Throne segment, we have Kanye West with his new album, Jesus is King. And uh, I say we do Rock, Paper, Scissors, a continuation of that, man. How about that? that? I agree with that. Who goes first, man? Come on. Let's go. On three. Actually, on shoot. On shoot. Wait, yeah. wait. Rock, paper, scissors, bulldozer. Shoot. No, man. It's on I shoot. I never heard bulldozer. Rock, paper, scissors, bulldozer. Bulldozer beat everybody. All right, but man. Anyway. anyway, on shoot. <laughs> Here we go. Rock, Rock paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. Okay. Okay. Best of three. Best of three. Best of three. Best of three. Let's go. That's the final. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh-oh. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. Oh, we got him. Yes. I like that. I like that. Quincy is king. I like that. Wait, are you oh, saying you're man. Jesus? No, I didn't say Jesus. No, 
No, uh, I'm king. So of something of this rock paper scissors game. So on that note, I guess I'll go first. Um, Excuse me. What? Just, I didn't kick the ball off. I'm the one receiving the ball. I won. Oh, you meant? Oh, I yes. thought loser goes Who first. Goes first. Oh, my bad. Oh shit. <laughs> do, hey, do your thing. Do but your you thing. I'm kicking the ball off, bro. Do your thing. All right, here we go. <laughs> so, Jesus is king. Kanye's album that has been delayed about three or four times in the last year. Actually, it had a different name. I believe it was called Yandy, right? Yandy. Yandy. No, actually, Yandy came out last year. No, it didn't. It, it leaked. came out. It leaked. Oh, it leaked? Yeah, it leaked. It wasn't an official really? release. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, Jesus is King was a highly anticipated album. And mind you, this is after Kanye went through his whole bizarre interview with Donald Trump. This is after Kanye was telling black people that, you know, slavery was an option. This is after Kanye had liposuction. Actually, it might be before he had liposuction. But one of the problems we dealt with, mainly the black culture, is whether or not we should cancel Kanye, right? Because of his ridiculousness, right? The way I looked at it was he's ridiculous, and I get that as a person. But as a musician, I think he's a genius. We talked about it behind scenes uh, uh, like two, three weeks ago. Kanye, to me, is one of the best musicians to ever, ever, ever make music. Like He's one of the best to me. Not just rapping, production-wise, architect-wise, getting people together, plugging them in the right places. Kanye, to me, is that dude. To me, Kanye does not have a horrible album. Now, granted, I don't like um, Yeezus that much. Matter of fact, Jesus talked to me and said, if you block yourself from listening to Yeezus, then I'll give you blessings. I said, I'm blocking it. I'm not listening to Yeezus. With that being said, Jesus is King is Kanye's worst album. <laughs> Jesus is King was a disappointment to me and in a sense Jesus is king was somewhat blasphemous so on the album there's no cuss words Kanye does not curse once I checked I made sure I listened he does not cuss once he doesn't really talk about bad stuff on it he talks about betterment for his health and things like that. Um, the good thing about the album to me is the production is great. Um, it's it's a good blend between traditional hip hop and like church music, <laughs> church like instrumental, gospel? like gospel music. It's a good blend in terms of the production. I thought Kenny G did a great job on um, the song that he has with Kenny G, Pusha T. Malice, I thought Kenny G was great. I thought Pusha T Malice was great. For me, Kanye was no great. Or yeah. No Malice. Yeah, he no changed malice. his name. Yeah. No Malice. That, that I didn't think that. Kanye was great on this album. Um, For starters, I thought 
lyrically, when Kanye rapped on this album, he didn't really rap that much on it. Maybe like 50% of the album was rapping. Uh, his raps were kind of basic. Uh, his raps were kind of all over the place in a sense. Um, and then his messages were just kind of bizarre. It was almost like listening to a crazy person on the mic that's just just not in a good place right now. Um, the album's very short, seven tracks. But for me, it wasn't as powerful as I expected it to be. That's where the disappointment comes in. I mean, you called the album Jesus is King. I got to feel something by the end of it. I didn't really feel something. I didn't feel what I expected to feel. That's where the disappointment comes. Um, where the blasphemy comes is to me, it still feels like the same Kanye. It just feels like a version of Kanye that is kind of trying to use Jesus in church for an excuse for all the stupid behavior he's been having as of late. Or let me not say stupid. The erratic uh bizarre behavior he's been having lately to me if you look at to sum it up in conclusion if you look at it as a whole in terms of content i wasn't impressed in terms of the musicality i wasn't all the way impressed i wasn't impressed with his vision i wasn't impressed with the rapping on it i just thought it was a ploy and to me i've never looked at a kanye album like that like a ploy at the same time I love Closed on Sunday. Follow God is dope. Use the gospel is dope. But as a body of work, to me, something just don't feel right about it. I, I wasn't feeling it. Mm. Great. What B you plus. Say? <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> no, like a C. Initially, I gave C? it like a C wow. plus. I'll give it like a C. It's about average. I mean, you don't... It's and once again... Jesus is King is still probably better than a good chunk of the albums that are out now or came out in 2019. But I have such high expectations for Kanye. I no longer look at it whether or not you can make good music. I look at it as in the whole body of work. How does it feel real? Does it feel authentic? Does it feel progressive? Does it feel natural? And I just thought some key elements were missing for him. So I give it about a C. Okay. Yeah. Um. I must say, I agree with that. I I like I didn't really, I didn't really hear anything that triggered me to feel any different, if you will. Um. Mm -hmm. You touched on some of the, I guess, songs that were the the best. I think. Um. At least I'll say my favorite song is "Use This Gospel." I thought I yeah, thought that's that, my favorite too. I thought that song was was it was it was dynamic. It had all the elements, mm -hmm. the rapping, the production, even the, the 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 solo by Kenny G, like you said before. Like who the hell gets Kenny G and clips? That was amazing. Like who the, like I wouldn't even think that that would even work. Like I remember looking through the the uh, track listing when I first looked at the the album and I said, all right, man, this is gonna be the worst song. Like how the hell is this gonna? How the hell is this one gonna turn out? Mm -hmm. It turned out to be the best song, it, you know, obviously once yeah. I played it. And this is obviously my opinion. 
And Kenny oh. G, sorry, by the way, Kenny G's yeah. part was probably the most gangster part on that song. And Pusha <laughs> T was on there. Bro, Pusha T didn't talk <laughs> no about malice. drugs that one time. And I guess you can't, I right? Was the impressed. album is called Jesus is King, man. He didn't. Kanye let said anybody who's working on this album has to restrain from sex, has to restrain from bad behavior. So, so in a in a nutshell, I feel like Kanye West has always given us a different version of himself every time he drops a project, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think he's the definition of an artist, man. Mm-hmm. Right, like somebody who has a a feeling that they want to express. Right. And tries to recreate themselves and, and tries to re recreate their expression every single time. So I got to give him a lot of credit for even pulling, even making this relatively believable. It, right. it was not believable. No, it, I, said I said relatively. I said, I said, by the way, I'm picking my words very carefully. Like it was relatively believable from the standpoint of he's always been somebody who talked about Jesus. First song was, G, uh, uh, what's Jesus it called? Walks. G, uh, Jesus Walks. Like, it's not a far-fetched idea for me to think that Kanye West has all of a sudden found God. Now, when I when I use that logic and I couple that with the fact that Kanye West is just a walking ploy, is the word you used, yeah. I'll piggyback on that. He just is really good at, I think, manipulating the public. He, he finds ways to market his entire offering of whatever it is that he's selling Mm -hmm. the yeezys Mm -hmm. whatever the hell he's selling he will find a way for you and the people to to at least be controversial enough for you to listen to it Mm -hmm. when it came down to the musicality i wasn't really feeling it man i listened to this album like 10 times me too like me too it was so bad i was like you know what man i don't go to church man like i listen I, i i don't i i don't go to church as as much as i used to so i was like you know what Maybe it's because I'm just not into the whole religious thing mm-hmm. as much anymore. Let me give this album a real fair listen. I don't want to listen to it one time. I don't want to listen to it twice. I don't even want to listen to it three times before I give my true thoughts. So I listened to it 10 times. I really did. Because <laughs> it's short. Like, it's 20. That's legit. It's, it's 26, like 20 25 minutes or something like that. And, like, the first track Bro. is a throwaway. You just put whatever. Yeah. So So with that in mind. I thought this album lacked a lot of things, right? I think the rapping on this album was garbage. It was bad. It was it was it was so bad. Was bad. It was so bad. I was ashamed. Yeah, yeah. To even associate this type of this 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 ineptitude of rapping with Kanye and, and Kanye West has never been the most like, you know. Look, some will argue Kanye I, I, beat Jay Z hey, on Watch the Throne. Hey, hey, hey. Some will argue that. Hey, I think progressively hey. Kanye has gotten better over. He's proven himself to getting better, getting better. I think he's time. proven to he, gotten worse. Homeboy, I think he's gotten homeboy worse. has definitely shown what he's capable of. Right. I think that. I think that's the point. Right. That's, that's the like, point. Like he's definitely shown that he can rap. Uh, are you sure he's shown, or yes. has because Consequence used to write his bars? All right. right? So now we're going. So, to, now we're veering so, off. Yeah. Now so, we're veering off. Now, now we. But sorry. So who actually? So who actually wrote Watch the Throne? I that's I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. It was probably so he hasn't quite shown he can write. It was wait, oh, hold on. Man. No, no, you talking about right. He's talking about right. Right. Sorry, right. He I don't hasn't know. He hasn't quite shown he can write. What's, I don't what's, know. What's his man's name? Consequence. Uh, no, no, not the, him. The, the other guy. guy. GLC? No, 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 no. The one uh, more recently that, that puts that he uh, he dropped his own album last year called No Dope on Sundays. Oh, Sci High the Prince. Sci High, that's his that's his right hand man. And then also Pusha T. Pusha Sci High is freaking nice. Yo, Sci High's Sci High's Sci is is phenomenal. He's dope. So with that in mind, 
you, you're right. I don't know what the hell who, who's writing shit. I, all I know is what I hear. When I heard the lyrics, and I'm sorry, when I heard the rapping on this, I said, this is bad. Uh, and also, just the songs didn't really grab me, man. Like, it just didn't. So, with that in mind, I just feel like this album was very, very average, man. Like, I cannot believe that I'm even saying this to about a Kanye West project. Because when you make the point earlier about this being his worst, I can't even really dispute that, man. Like... It's definitely. I can't even really dispute that. I, I guess the only one that I would even argue alongside is probably Yeezus. Yeah. I think Yeezus is probably that, his that, worst and, album. And Yeezus was more so not my cup of tea. So that's but, that's what I. But it wasn't. That's what I but usually, it wasn't bad. I, I is what you're say saying? It was bad. Yeah. I, it just didn't seem like my cup of tea. This album is definitely not my cup of tea, and I think it's bad. Now, 808 and Heartbreaks is the one that I'm like. If somebody said that was his worst. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I could definitely. Know, I would piggyback. You think so? That. Like for me, eight oh eight and heartbreaks wasn't my best Kanye. Album. I think. I, I think. I think. I think, it, it, I think as far okay. as as far as expressing himself, he did a good job. His mom recently passed before he yeah, released yeah. the project, so you can understand the direction of what the project was going in. But for me, it was like I, every time I heard something off of the album, it was like an oxymoron to to life for me. It was like yo, people are dancing to yeah. Heartless in the club, already listening to the lyrics. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. just like it was a lot of it was yeah. a lot of comparisons with that project that didn't register with me. Yeah, understood. Um, it was it was the dep- it was a depressing project for me from Kanye. From that was a, I, it I was understand. very depressing. That was the dope. Part it was it. some highlights in it though. It was it yeah. not like this. He same, always gives us high, he always gives like us this, a, like this, one or two. Even in his Jesus King album, it was some highlights. There was some highlights. It was some highlights in this project as well. Um, for me, it didn't have the cohesiveness I expected. From this project being seeing the Sunday services on social media and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. you expected a certain cohesiveness from beginning to end on this project that wasn't delivered for me. I was expecting like um, Timberland, Justin Timberlake, um, Future Sex Love Sound transitions, mm-hmm. buildups, mm-hmm. beats transitioning into other beats, um, song concepts dwindling down from another song mm-hmm. and, and bringing it all together mm-hmm. to paint the picture that Jesus is King. And for me, I didn't, I didn't get that. That's what I expected from this project. I, f- see, I feel you. I Vinny, feel you. Vinny I, but, but, but he's going to replace you. Wait, hold up. That Yo, was and you excellent. got and you got to chill. You got to chill. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, I'm gonna see you, man. Yo, listen. He putting on a performance for y'all. By oh, the way, man. he don't he don't oh, talk he don't talk man. spicy like this. Wow. He don't talk spicy like this when people oh, not in the room. He one of those. Anyway, I think we should use this opportunity to really rank Kanye albums. Listen, we got time. Oh, that's true. We got time, man. We ain't not talking about any other albums. What's wow. your favorite Kanye album? Cause I don't know if you guys know all of them off the top, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna list them out for you guys. All right. Okay. College dropout, right? Late registration. Nah, man. Eight away and heartbreaks, like you were just talking about. Graduation. That's my favorite. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. <laughs> That's not what. Uh, Jesus, right? The life of Pablo. Yay. Well, do you want to consider Kid Sea Ghost, or are we not throwing that in his nah, discography? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either. either. And then obviously no. this one, Jesus is King. Jesus is King. For me, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and jump in on this between late registration and graduation. Okay, oh, those albums were like phenomenal. Like the first album was dope as well, but like for me, Kanye West has proven himself to get to have gotten better over time. For me, like when he did the Watch the Throne album, it was just like, yo, his dude's bars is getting are getting better. And sometimes with artists, you you don't see the growth in their lyricism 
and their concepts and the way that they deliver music over time, usually they stay in a pocket and that's where that's where it stays at. But Kanye mm-hmm. has proven to grow himself as an artist on every project. Even if it's not what we expect to see, like on the Jesus King, he's grown himself artistically. The the Sunday service, that's an artistic expression where he's bringing people back together and, and showing something different than what he's actually created. Um, but I would say graduation and late registration if I had to pick two. So, but like, even out of those two, like, what's, which one would you go? If you had to pick one. Hey, man, that's it like depends. picking a it, favorite it kid. Nah, it, man, give me one. Give me one, man. Give me one. It depends. What are we talking, like, Friday night or nah, Sunday just, morning? All right, man. See? Overall, See? factoring in everything that you want to throw in into the equation of why you would even rank or even oh, pick one. man. You just picked one, right? So wait, hold I'm on. A, Did I, you not pick one? I, like, so somebody's picking one. So, by the way, I got one too. I'm so trying to hear I what y'all say, think first. So for me, I want to say my personal favorite is graduation. Okay, that's my personal favorite. I think he's his bars on graduation is the best. The beats the are, are great. Too. The songs are great quality. But to me, his best body of work overall, not my favorite, but his best body of work, and it's not even close to me, is my beautiful dark fantasy. That's not now you're talking. Not even close. Now you're talking. That to me is his best body. Now you're of work. talking. Point blank period. Honestly, that's where I'm at. But it's not my favorite. That's that that's mm-hmm. actually I think that's his best and that's my favorite. Wow. That that that's kind of where fair. I've always been at with Kanye, man. Cause I really feel like everything that you were just talking about, man, like the arrangements and the actually speaking of like musical arrangement, even on Jesus is King, the song Use My Gospel. That song reminded me of a song that would be on oh, my beautiful, my beautiful dark, dark twisted fantasy. Dark like twisted it just fantasy. had the yeah. production. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. Right. It did. So like, and that's and, and so where, I, where when I say that's actually my favorite song on this album, I mean I I kind of think it's because it falls that, in line. It with, falls in line with the pinnacle in, in, in which I believe uh, Kanye, Kanye was really at his peak. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I would go with uh my personal is uh my my dark twisted fantasy. If I had to pick yeah. one, if I had to pick one, I would say graduation. Graduation. Like the fe- I love graduation. Like the, man. the features, the energy. Like it was the great. Energy the was energy good. was it good. It was like feel good energy. The whole project was dope for me. Like I, I the late registration was dope too. Late yeah. registration was classic. It was dope too. College dropouts. <laughs> College dope. dropout was classic. Dope. Like Kanye's introduction. Dead, that dude. was his introduction. College dropout. College dropout was and, and you think about it at the time serious. where millennials were really Figuring out college, if it's college yeah. is something I want to do or not. Yeah. Kanye West was like, college dropout, yeah. release the project. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it made a statement. It made a big statement. I agree. Yeah. And it, it, it also ushered in this like, Ooh, you ushered don't have in. to be. Jesus is king. I like that. <laughs> ushered, ushered in. Ushered in. There you go. Ushered in. <laughs> um, it ushered in to me, college dropout ushered in this, um, this thing where you didn't have to be like a hardcore rapper. Like you, you can just kind of be yourself. You mm-hmm. can be this yep. Louis Vuitton wearing like almost prissy. I don't know if that's the right word to use. Like I would say more prep. Prep. Yeah. Like preppy is the word. Preppy. I think prissy is probably then. for women. Preppy. Book bag rapper. You can be that and succeed and still kill them. So I thought that was college dropout to me was actually a very big time in hip hop. Like that was a very big album for hip hop. Yeah. It moved hip hop forward. 
for people that isn't that the the comparison people always make when they say they want the old Kanye, they go back to Jesus. Yeah, they they talk about they talk about the early stuff. They go back to the early because that's who they that's what they want to see again. They want to see the old Kanye, and And, you'll never see that. And to quote Jay Z, like you want to listen to old Kanye, go buy his old albums. You know what I mean? Like Jay Z (laughs) said, Jay Z commented on on that within himself. You wanted the old Jay Z go buy my old albums. Kanye mm-hmm. has grown mm-hmm. so much, not only as an individual but as an artist. Mm-hmm. I think we hold artists to this box. Yeah. Or like I like this body of work. Yeah. He needs to make this body of work all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a fair point, man. That's a no, fair that's, point. A, that's, that's a great. That's point. A, that's a fair point, and I think. And actually, speaking of that, like let's talk about the growth though, like the growth of Kanye, like for, I, yeah. for him to be for him to be even before you before you go for him mm-hmm. to be even at this this i guess time in his i'll say life right seemingly where he's talking about jesus on an entire album mm-hmm. is there an element you, you you mentioned it earlier q where you was talking about like how it there's an element of blasphemy mm-hmm. i think i was hearing you you yeah. say that mm-hmm. yeah but like at what point do we look at this and say wait maybe this is just really him and maybe he's just really at this point in life in which right. he wants to express a different side of him right like and so being the the same artistic artistic guy he's always shown us to be why are we not giving him the benefit of the of the doubt that he's now in a different space mentally that's a a good question like why how can we can't just look at it like that well by the way that's a rhetorical question but if you want to answer cool i want to answer that um (laughs) to me let's say 70 percent of music should be heard 30% should be felt um in Jesus is king I just felt this level of authenticity that was missing I just felt this level of you know I'm trying to sell you on something because even on some of the songs right uh it sounds like old Kanye but it sounds like he just doesn't want to spaz. He, he he it's not that he wants people to feel he he wants us to feel like you know we're not on the same level as him. But it almost comes across like yo, I'm doing this thing. I'm trying I'm going to show you guys more and more why I'm in a good mental space and there's something wrong with you. For me my problem with Kanye has always been like he worries too much about what people think about him too much but at a time it didn't have an effect on his music nowadays i think what people think about him is affecting his music i think the opposite with this project i think because i mean this is let's say even yay right wait hold on hold on wait wait hold on answer that though man like why wait why do you disagree i think with the with the topic of this project i think it 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 allows him to be who he is now. now. A lot of times with musicians or artists, music is so backdated. Like if I created a song last week, it may not get heard to next year. You know, mm-hmm. where I think this is a direct interpretation of where Kanye West is in his life now. And he's able to walk that walk while he's being able to put his best, what he feels maybe is where he is in his life out at that point in time. But as a listener, to me, you can't. So I agree with that. But as a listener, you you still have the obligation to be like, yo, do I feel like this is coming from an authentic place? Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. that could be yeah, our yeah. interpretation He's of what we it. expect from Kanye, though, as well. Yeah, I feel I feel like 
Yeah, no, nah, that, that, I think that's fair. Like, I, at the end of the day, I think authenticity is like it's one the, of the basis key. of music. Because right. all these, right? like, all these people it's talk like the about basis, how much right? they change. It's the base. But at the end of the day, how do we know who's authentic and who's not? Right. Right? That's why I said what, feel. But it's it about feel. It's about, about feel, right? You feel it. You're just saying you don't feel like I he's being authentic. I don't feel it. I don't feel like he's being uh, authentic. So do you feel the Sunday service things that he's doing? Do you feel it? What do you feel about those? I feel there's a level, there's a level of like phoniness to it. Wow. Like I really do feel that way. Something about it feels off to me. Okay. And I listen. That could go, I don't. That could go in a lot of different ways as far I, as conversation. I I agree. And, and and I understand like because at the end of the day, like somebody's faith or what somebody believes in, right. It's complicated. Right. I'm. I don't know. I have to be in the room with them to fully know, like, if this is real or not. But from what I see from afar, it doesn't feel right to me. It feels kind of like phony. It feels like almost like a god complex. But it, it's it's like he's trying to use an avenue to let people know that he's better than them. That's kind of just like well, how I feel. I didn't get that. I, get I, didn't get, I didn't get that I, from the I, project. I, 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 I definitely feel like historically Kanye has has had a god, god narcissi- complex. narcissistic complex. I mean, where, if you look at the kind of he, some of his he albums. does that. He does that. Like, I mean, the song on Yeezus is called "I Am a God." Right. I mean, granted, you can make an argument and be like, "Oh, like for example, you, you guys heard of like the five percent teachings, the mm-hmm. the like." Mm-hmm. You, you have you heard of that? Any, anyway, like basically, it's the idea that like God was made in the image of mm-hmm. man, right? Like, mm-hmm. and so from that standpoint, I can see why somebody would be like, "I am a God," not saying that they are God, mm-hmm. saying that like, "Yo, we all are." Basically, I, I don't know where Kanye is going with none of this shit. All I know is I feel your your overall point, you which see- is, does it feel authentic or not? For for me personally, I I don't necessarily agree with the whole notion that. It feels inauthentic at this point. I I really believe he's actually on a journey trying to find himself. And I think it may be like inauth- spiritually. And this is just what he is now. He's always going to be a marketer and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a master at selling something. So if you're if you have a problem with him selling his truth, whatever his truth is, which I believe is God in this case. Hey man, that's or Jesus. But I guess see, I guess that's on. I'm not mad at that. Basically, you, I'm not mad you, at that. Do you know the problem? You fall by the way, this album is not that good. I want to reiterate this album. <laughs> that's sucks. Like, people like this, not that this is good. this is not a, this is not about the album. We talking about the, the message behind the album and all that other and, stuff. And let me say this right, because I'm I'm somebody that like, I just really feel like be real. Let's all be real with one another for a minute. Kanye to me. Not only does he have a history of just interesting behavior, uh, bizarre behavior, or God complex behavior, but also I just feel like I'm gonna let you go, Greg. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you go. Hey, Yo, I'm trying to piece my words you together know. so I don't sound. Crazy. Nah, man. This, but wait, hold yeah. on, man. Yo, listen. I'm trying to piece listen. We are the ill-advised wise guys. I'm not saying. I'm Don't say get replaced mean. by your boy. Right I want to make sure I'm. I'm <laughs> he's my... being more ill-advised than you, man. <laughs> yeah, Don't be. Don't be hold. He's holding back he his words. Hold back, listen, man. I can What's be wrong with this guy? Let, let, let me just. I'll, I'll be a substitute. But don't hold back. Jeez. I just think. 
say for, 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 for starters, Jesus. right? Kanye, for starters, on this album, majority of the album, he's on the defense, right? Majority of the album, he's like, yo, I try to reach out to Christians and Christians said they didn't like what I was doing. I try to reach out or even when you see him on interviews, he's on the defense. Mm-hmm. He's been on the defense for every everything, his music. I'm the greatest artist of all time. Why are y'all wearing Jordans? It's almost like for me, like I love Jay-Z. Jay-Z is great. But one knock I have on Jay-Z is how he treats culture, how he treats people. That's my only knock on Jay-Z. I've never, for me, I've never met him to make that. I'm saying, I'm saying music. I mean, obviously music. Musically. Like music. So like in music, like, right. Jay-Z was the type of dude that he said, Death to DOA, that's when T-Pain was hot. That's when uh, Ron Browns is hot. I don't really mess with DOA. That's what I'm doing. I don't mess with it. Or um, I don't pop Molly's, I rock Tom Ford. It's almost like I'm better than you. And the way Kanye is approaching this Jesus is king is like, I found myself. Something's wrong with y'all. And to me, it's almost like I'm trying to find a unique way to show that I'm better than you. Same thing with the Donald Trump thing, right? I'm voting for Donald Trump. I don't think he actually cares about Donald Trump. I, I think know. he wants to be different. I don't know. People have this different is the opinions. Same, this, and, and, and like I, I said, I this think is, in a different conversation, feeling, if it wasn't about the, music, if it was just strictly politics, which we don't have to get into, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be having this discussion if Kanye West wasn't an entertainer, if he was just another person of color talking about that mm-hmm. he supported Donald Trump. Because he's in a position that he is mm-hmm. in... And his beliefs and what he what he feels and he's expressing that openly, he's automatically a target or automatically a person to pick out on his beliefs and what he thinks. I think we're all entitled to our opinions. Mm-hmm. Like to even go with Jay-Z, what you're saying as far as the complex of saying he's better. Mm-hmm. I think Jay-Z's since he entered the game, has had a way of uplifting urban culture by letting you know what he was on. Not necessarily trying to say I'm better than you, but I'm doing this. I'm I'm already here. Why don't you strive to get to this level as well? That's how I perceive Jay-Z's I, lyrics personally. I, I, I listen to him and I'm like, man, he can accomplish those things. I'm why can't you. why can't I achieve some of those same accolades and accomplish some of those goals in my personal life as well? I'm with you on that, but to me there's a level of like genuine. There's a level of fragility to it i think Jesus i don't think putting genuine, up points on the board genuine. this year as far as being he's genuinely genuine. helping he's, he's a lot of people genuine. out he's definitely year. genuine but the frigid he lacks the fragility part like i think wow. nipsey what made nipsey hustle great is nipsey hustle had kind of the same mentality as jay-z but he was fragile with it like he he did it in a way that was like i understand what the youth is doing but like i'm not gonna knock it but this is what i'm doing Jay-Z's is more like, what y'all doing? Y'all, y'all over here doing this. He brags. So, so, so Kanye, his last couple of like Jesus is King feels like a brag fest. Like, yo, I found Jesus. Like, yeah, y'all should. something's think, wrong I, with I, y'all. I, no, but it's it's like you don't gotta hmm. diss on your way to finding yourself. See, but I think this this is when we're getting into religion, like what Uche said earlier about being relative. I think Kanye has found a way to be relatively relevant but still controversial in the same sense. Religion has always been controversial. Being as though he titled his album, Jesus is King, mm-hmm. him finding himself, most Christians are 
I would say braggadocious about their belief in their, in their love of God or Jesus. And because he has this platform, he's seen in this light now where he may have like a bit more of like, we know old Kanye, we see the new Kanye and we're like, oh man, he's talking about Jesus. Like, is he bragging? Is it like, are you expecting something from him? But he may really, I think he may be where he is in his life and really, I take it for what it is until I can actually meet Kanye and have a conversation with him so, myself. So at the, so that's so, why I said you so, gotta. It's, it's so, all about feelings. So from so there. it's but nah. But he's actually what I just and correct me if I if I misstate what you just said. Okay. What what I heard you say just now was I'm taking what he's saying on face value mm-hmm. until I hear otherwise. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's in other a, words, in other words, you're giving them the benefit of the, of the I doubt. Right? I don't agree what, with is that. Is that what? I, is that right. what? I, Facts. Like, I don't so, agree with that so, way of thinking. So, 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 in, I don't agree with so that way in, of thinking so because essence, because can, oh, can I say something oh, real quick? Oh, Sorry, real, 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 well, real important. I just had some to expand on real quick because I understand from a, hum, a humane standpoint giving someone the benefit of the doubt, and to be honest with you, to a degree, I do it, but. When it's egregiously done, when it's when when you kind of do it in a certain vein, like I like I kind of agree with the point you're making about Jay Z, right? And how Jay Z in the past would actually have those type of stances where it can come across by I'm not mad at anybody that's like, man, well, fuck Jay Z, like who the hell are you to try to like? Remember the whole money phone thing? Mm-hmm. Remember the whole remember the whole yeah. like thing recently where yeah. like he basically was like he said something in four 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 where he money- was like. Y'all got money in y'all ear. I feel a disconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he basically, this is the culture on his way to elevating them at the same time. And so I can see someone Jay- on the receiving end being like, fuck out of here, nigga. And then in years to come, they might be like, yo, he was right. But along the way, but there's the a, messaging I think is is off, and I think Jay Z's problem is communication. Jay Z's problem is fragility. I think his communication is a one. I think like at the end of the day, being as though we're even having a conversation about the man says a lot, right? But then also to touch base on the cultural impact that he's had this year alone in culture, not just wouldn't say hip hop culture. I would say sports. I would say urban like development i would say a lot of things that he has done over the course of this year has shown like he may he may say something in his line in, in his lines like what you said there's a disconnect mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. there's the degree of accountability that we're not placing on a lot of artists that we should that we did at one point that we're not necessarily taking into consideration now okay. you know where we we say we want change we want growth we want substance in our lyrics we want substance in our content Mm -hmm. but then we'll listen to somebody or something that's saying something opposite of that Mm -hmm. and give them a pass Mm -hmm. how does that work and and that's there is a disconnect i I think i think at the end of the day that's it comes across as as i I think the style the style in which you actually deliver a message right will determine how it's perceived how it's received received and received received. now when i hear jay-z he just comes across as like a dad well, well, let me say wow. this. It's like uh, he's like he's like a dad talking to uh, his his adolescent son or child, and there's a certain way you try to get at them versus not demonizing the things love. that they do. It's, it's essentially it's, tough it's, love. It's, it's tough definitely love. a degree of tough the, love. The, the example that. you gave with Nipsey, it's not tough love. Nipsey is more like a he comes at with it a, like a brother, arm around your yeah. arm around your shoulder. Hey, I was there, and I'm not gonna. I'm not going to demonize you, but there's a generation, there's you. a generational separation. You got to understand if you want to, sure. if you want to mention Nipsey and Jay-Z, Jay-Z comes from a whole nother era. That is a fact. He's he, not saying him and Nipsey are, are built different, but they are 
You know what I mean? They're two mm-hmm. different individuals. They come from two different areas, locations. There's a lot of factors to put into place. But you, well, when you think about what Jay-Z has been through over time and the decades that he's seen change and he's still now, we're talking about him now, yeah. mm-hmm. he has some relevance and he has some say-so. I would say he has some type of ground where if he says something, we should at least consider it. You know, so I'm not saying Jay-Z, like, pretty much what I'm trying to say, I mentioned Jay-Z is... Personally, I did not like. I don't like the way he does it because right, of so right. much, how much power he has. But I would not Kanye have a problem with like some. You know what I'm saying? I would not have a problem with somebody like you saying like, "Yo, like I like how he does it." I wouldn't have a problem with it. But I'm just like, "Yo," as somebody that is kind of the age of the per- people that are doing what he's denouncing, right. it's kind of insulting. It's like you got to be. We first off, it's the black community. Like we got to support each other in a different way. Not kind of just knocking them off like, yo, this is just stupid. Y'all, y'all dumb. But what I want to say is I think a lot of times these rappers and artists and uh, 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 actors, actresses, we give them way too many excuses. We giving them way too many, uh, 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 you know, please like. For instance, like, let's say Donald Trump, right? What Donald Trump thinks he can get away, I'm not trying to get super political, but what Donald Trump a lot of times thinks he can get away with, right, is, for instance, like two weeks ago, he went to a um, uh, HBCU. Oh, I heard about that. Right? You heard about that, I heard right? about that. He went to HBCU. He can say to people, I care about black people, right? I say, he always says it, right? I care about black people. He's saying it. Who am I, if we're using the same notion, the same way of thinking with Kanye, where he's saying all this, Jesus is king, blah, 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 blah. Who am I to say Donald Trump is wrong? Who am I to say he doesn't care about black people? That's facts. Right? So with Kanye, it it has to come from an authentic place. Does Donald Trump's come from an authentic place? That's up to y'all to decide, right? Personally, for me, it doesn't come from an authentic place. So when he says he cares about black people the way he does, right? I'm like, "Eh, I don't know about that. It doesn't feel real. For me, Kanye, when he's saying this stuff about Jesus and his and his in the music, his lyrics and stuff like that, to me, it just does not come from an authentic place. So did Jesus walk come from an authentic place? I think Jesus walks came from an authentic so place. So what makes the difference in the transition from Jesus walks to Jesus is king? Maybe that's where he wanted to be the whole time, but it took him to where he is now to even get to the point or place where he can put it on a platform and say Jesus is king. Well, to me, Jesus is king was by the way, that's a valid question. That is a valid. That's, that's a very. That's a very, that's a valid, very question. valid question. To me, Jesus, Jesus walks did not feel like an attempt to be a gospel rapper. It did not feel like an attempt to show that I found God and everybody else is kind of just lost. It didn't feel like that to me. It felt like a dude that just was talking about the impact Jesus had and how he moved. I don't care about. It's not about y'all. To me, Jesus is King feels like a sell job. It feels like a car dealer trying to sell you on this new version of Kanye. But with selling a car, when you step on the lot, you're going to buy a car. So it's, it's the salesman's job is to sell you that vehicle and put you in the best vehicle that's going to fit you. Yeah, but you. The, the salesman's job as a person, you don't want that salesman to be deceitful. Yo, 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 at the end of the day, man, at the end of the day, I think both of y'all have valid points. I, I really do. And uh, 
Yeah, man, it's up to it's up to the individual, man. Like, yeah, I agree do, with that. Do you want it's do you want to receive do you want to receive the gospel, quote unquote? Do you, <laughs> do you want to use this gospel to quote one of Kanye songs, and 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 actually take what he's saying on face value? Like, I I, I personally I cannot I personally don't agree with your mm-hmm. stance on it, where you say you know it doesn't feel authentic. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I'm. Not that I think the album's great, but I mean, I, I don't look at it like I don't doubt in the, this stage in which he's at in his life. It feels I'm not con- doubting that. It feels convenient, and a lot hey, of man. times with hey, re- religion, same thing with religion. Like, sorry, same thing with religion. Where my problem with religion, I always tell you that all the time, is my problem with religion. A lot of times is a lot of preachers, a lot of pastors, they go out there and they tell you. This is wrong. This is a sin. This is that. This is this. Because you can't fight God. You can't fight against the Bible. So a lot of times, there's some pastors that do some bad stuff. And then just say, oh, you know, in the name of God, God tell me to do it. To me, that's a lot of times the problem with religion. Because it's like, you are using God against me. Yeah, you're I, not taking the time to understand where I'm coming from. You're just using God again. It's I, a sin. I think. I think. I think you that's. A, I think that's a whole another. I think it's, a, it's another rabbit hole. We yeah. can go I, down. Get, I agree with you. But Which I love. I by the way, I love I those type of conversations. <laughs> I agree with you. I love but, that. So, so to we me, can that's do what that. Kanye feels like Jesus <laughs> we can do is that. king. Is like you've you've denounced you you've Jesus is king. Is like you've 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 told me you don't like me because I, I I voted for Trump or, or I, I I ride with Trump. You told me you don't like me because of my arrogance. Go ahead and try to tell me you don't like me because of my religion. That's what it feels like to me. Because I mean, you can't I, fight religion I, and win. I think at the at the same token, as a person, as an individual, he has every right to speak on the platforms that he's that he's speaking on. Like being singled out and being put in the position that he's in, he's gonna be challenged no matter what he says, or no matter what he does. Yeah. If it's his personal belief and this is where he is in his life, he's gonna be challenged on it. So if you're challenged in any situation, if it's where you are in life, you're either going to react or you're going to fall back. And I think Kanye West has done a, a decent job at reacting through his adversity, through a lot of things that he's faced over time, and still be relevant to the point where we're talking about his album, Jesus is King, right now. Mm-hmm. And he's found a way to tread water enough to stay. He's been relevant by controversy. Yeah, let's not. Well, whew, yeah, that kind of. This that, is just that makes another, you that makes you relevant. This is another yeah. You talked about this earlier. That, that makes you relevant. This is when another you stir up controversial topic. Hey man, Jesus is king. Oh, you now found God. It's something people are talking about. It's another controversial I, topic. I, I will, he loves I will, controversy. I, I will say he, he loves he's, controversy. He's a master at that. And then he also, to I think to what it sounds like your point is, and maybe it's not, maybe it is, but like he's put everyone in an interesting scenario. Where it's almost like a catch twenty two, right? Right. It's it's like, all right, you can not like the album, but the album's about Jesus, though. <laughs> so you can't trash it, or if you trash it, people are gonna look at you like, wait, hold on, wait, let me let me let me dig into like why you do you not like Jesus? Like like they're gonna start asking more questions, and then you might get exposed. Maybe you're not ready to have these type of conversations. Maybe you are. On the other foot, you might love the album, and then people who don't hate Kanye West. Are gonna be like, man, that's but you dick riding. You just supporting everything he does, like that. Like, it's like you can't. He can't lose with this. So it's convenient. I agree. It seems very convenient. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. 
But I but at the end of the day, I don't doubt the authenticity. Like I listened to the album, I didn't hear someone that was phony. That's where I'm at with. I it. didn't hear someone that was phony. That's where I'm at with the whole thing. At the end of the day, I personally, that's just my opinion. So I felt I heard I heard but, phony. But, but overall though, me. overall though, like I felt phony. I, I agree with the rating. It's a, it's average, man. I'm gonna get it on like a C, honestly. Um, so not to put a button on that particular conversation, but let's bring it back. We talked about all, all the albums in 2019. Where does this album rank? Whew. Is it up there or not? Because it, it didn't make the list. Because personally, man. this joint's not even it's just disqualified. It didn't make the list. It's not sitting at the table with the big boys. <laughs> this just, big hey, boy albums. This is this album. This album. Big boy. Albums. The big boy albums. You mean, or big girl albums. <laughs> big boy. Big Ooh, girl. That's that's a good point. Summer Walker. No, I mean I love Summer Walker. Some big girl albums come, came yeah. out this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, big, I meant big boys as in like you know the oh, the whole body. Yeah, you know okay. big, you know how they call big boy blah blah blah. But anyway, go yeah, ahead. that's why I said big girl. Never mind. You don't I don't. I don't get it. Man. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, man. It's so. So this album is definitely not up there. I still maintain. Uh, I still maintain the point that um, you had some albums on that. I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you. You had some albums on that on that list that were not there. I just put the list out. Unbelievable for the, for the people. I just picked the list of albums. JPEG okay. Mega. Earth Gang, Earth Gangs was solid. I don't think it was. The yo, best. honestly, but that, that's going on there. Listen, man, Bro, we just got my intern. Out. <laughs> yo, uh, but nah, fuck that. What was the album I said that you actually completely missed? Uh, we were talking about last week. Fuck. Uh, I think Danny Brown's probably gonna go uh, up there. Not, uh, not. When did uh, when did Ventura come out? It wasn't this year, was it? It was this year. Was it wasn't on there? Nah, you didn't throw it on there. Okay, there was a couple that like you right. you just well, didn't have. And that's know. fine. By the way, that's let fine. No, we gonna add we, it. We want we want y'all to chime let in. That's that's the that's the whole it. point of the list. Like we want y'all to chime in, and if we got something totally wrong, shit, call us out. Listen, matter of fact, call QD out, man. No, don't call me out. Call it's the you and the intern's out. job that <laughs> fucked this shit up. Actually, like, y'all I, fucked I, it I all the way. I am the intern. how you work for yourself as an intern and don't get paid by myself. They're ill and they're not. So advice. So with the first song on the ill and the not so advised, we got Tiana Taylor with her new song called Morning featuring Kaylani. I'm going to open the floor up to Vinny, man, because <laughs> I, I, I really want to hear what you have to say about this, especially after we saw that Instagram post that you showed. Yeah, me. That's, that's what I was going to say, man. The... um. The media behind it is definitely um, controversial. It's enticing. It makes you want to hear what the song is about. So I think the marketing is on on point. Um, when I actually hear the song, it reminds me like I think what Q said, like a 90s R&B vibe. It definitely is like they're trying to recreate that, that old R&B feel with this song. I'm still not sure about the message they, they're, they're working on delivering with the, with, the, with the imagery and the song itself. Um, but... I'm still not sure what I think about the song yet. I want to hear it maybe a couple more times. Mm-hmm. Let it sit on my ears and, and process the words and the imagery and the messaging and actually watch the video. But the song so far, it reminds me of like a 90s R&B vibe. Um, it's, it's, it doesn't sound like it's bad, but I, I want to listen to it again to give a true um, observation of the song. That's a good great, song. Fair. That's fair. That's a fair observation. So you, so you, you didn't think it was bad, but you didn't love it. I didn't love it immediately. 
right. Um, I was enticed by the the marketing material that they put on their social media. Definitely, it definitely. Would you care spark, to be? Would you care to be more specific? It definitely no, sparked won't. sparked me wanted to listen to the song <laughs> and see what the lyrics were about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I still haven't got into the lyrics enough to even see if the imagery matched the song yet. I feel you. I feel you. Um. So I guess I'll go next. I mean, for me, I I love this song. I love it. I thought. Actually, on first listen, I mean, I heard it this morning. I mean, it didn't take me to even get to the verse. Like the song opened up, bridge came through, hook came through. I was like, I'm, I'm rolling with the actual sound of it. Like the sonically, it was pleasing. And then not to not to mention the song just it feels like you're kind of underwater in a sense. It has this very watery watery sound to it. Where by the time Kaylani comes on to this song. I think the song is solidified, man. And, you know, the crazy part about Kehlani, I think that she's been showing over the last couple years is that she's very dynamic, right? She like she can rap. She has like spoken word in her in her in her uh, arsenal. Not that she displayed it, I think, to a T on this on this particular song, but she didn't necessarily go all out with her singing either. So it was kind of a singy rapping kind of delivery that she that she uh put out on this song overall i like the song a lot man i like i think i think it's a very very good collaboration and i can't wait to see the damn video yeah i'm with you on that. i can't I wanna, wait i want to see the video it's a duet i saw the video and uh it fell in line with some porns i've seen before hey. not 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 <laughs> hey <laughs> not the full thing i mean they were in the pool together wait, hold on. was that like was there this like was... cinemax porn like Cinemax. Well, is this some Cinemax porn, or is this like Pornhub porn? Like B B T uncut porn. Like all right, so they're not going all out. Porn, like not all out, but like I got they, you. It almost like about to kiss a couple times in the pool together, miscellaneous things, uh, wearing scant scant clothing. Is that is that the right word? Scant, scant scandalous. No, not scandalous. <laughs> Scandalizing. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, what the hell are you talking about? Not a lot of clothing. There you much. go. Oh, skimpy, skimpy, skimpy. I believe scant is the word too, but, but Bro, I don't know what you. Um, about. but uh, I personally did not like the song. I like the vibes of the song. I like agree the, with you on that. The, the vibes, vibes of the song are great. The it's vibe amazing. is good so far. It's cool like vibe. a bedroom track, and then they talking freaky on it. I like the content. The content's cool, but it's just something was missing. But. I think it's still ill. It's okay. It's okay. I'm right. I'm I'm okay with it being on ill. Fair enough. And scant is a, the proper word. Scant. I told you scant. Barely sufficient or adequate is the term. What it means. Scant. 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 I've never heard anybody use that in, in a sentence. I haven't either. That's a good word. There you go. You That's the first time new. you ever used it. I got more vocabulary words than Ti. <laughs> go ahead and test me. Hey. Which, by the way, I saw Ti on uh, Tamron Hill. And on, I was like, what? this dude got vocabulary for Wait, on days. What? What's that? Tamron Hill. That's a um she it's like a talk show. Oh, okay. Yeah, she 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 got a new talk show. But anyway, she was he was on there just using big words galore. Yeah, no, I just feel like the expeditiously Hey, you know what? The <laughs> philosophical you know what's crazy? <laughs> Ti has remember how we used to laugh about Fifty Cent? Yeah, and his and the way he used to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to joke on like that. Like every other word would be, you know, uh, you know. See, when you think about it, is uh, you know, philosophically, you know, actually, <laughs> you know, I, I really, I really believe that the musicality, like, bro, like, just, just talk normal. And like, Fifty Cent, why the hell can you Cent? not just? 
Like when see when he cent. would use big word, it didn't sound normal. Fifty cent <laughs> refused to to call something the song. Like he refused to use the some record. words. He'd be like, record. The you record. Know, he got a hot little record. You know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I like some of his records. Yeah, yeah. You see, you see, the, actually, the record hit hit top forty, but you know, it didn't hit top thirty. I'm like that term was used in the seventies. The song. record. Hey, they are records, man. Hey, they they songs too. They songs as well, but records. records. It's a record. (laughs) The record. But which record does he have? All right, man. Let's move on, man. The game, which who was once Fifty Cent's arch nemesis, and uh, and it's 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 his coworker, which is a good segue. uh, Put out a new song called Stainless, featuring Anderson Pac, or is it Pac? I don't know. I say Pac. I think think it's it's Pac. Pac. I've heard I've heard a lot of people say Pac. I heard Pac too. Yeah. Anyway, what'd you guys think? I love this song. Embrace debate. I love this song. I, I think it's actually one of the best songs of 2019. Matter of fact, Summer Walker is the album of the year, and this is the best song of 2019. Okay, I'm just joking. It's a really good song. It's really complete. To me, the the um the production on it is smooth. It's um timeless sounding. Anderson Pop puts up a great hook, course, whatever you want to call it. And then the game is straight up spitting. Like to me, the game spits like a dude that uh, came out in the 90s. Like he has that confidence, that aura, that demeanor. He feels like an old school rapper to me. And in Stainless, he brings out that old school rapper mentality to the fullest. If you're a true hip hop fan, I think you're really going to like this joint. It's, gonna, it's, it's definitely one of the game's better songs in the last couple of years. If not, his career, mm. in my opinion. Mm. For sure. Hey, and I, hey, if we want to go real quick with the top five game hey, songs, hey. I hey, hated to love it. Uh, hmm. Dreams. Uh, dreams? Uh, oh, Dreams uh, is dope. Dreams uh, is dope. One Blood. Hmm. This, is, this will ultimately, I think this would be one of his best songs that he came out with. Interesting. Um, well, I've been on record. Record. I've been on record saying that uh, the game is a top ten rapper of all time. I I I second that. Uh, and you know we heard this we heard the song right before the the episode. You know before we hit record, I thought, man, the game is just back at what he normally does, mm-hmm. kill verses, and he leaves nobody. He leaves no prisoners, man. Like I thought, I didn't even I don't even remember Anderson Pack's like part in this. I really don't. It was phenomenal. Not saying that it wasn't, but I'm very interested to hear. His quote unquote last album that's coming out, I think this year, this month actually, mm-hmm. called um, fuck, um, I don't remember the documentary three. Nah, man, he it, it was a cool name, but I can't remember. It. I I'll let any boy give his take, and then I'll get the name. But yeah, this is a dope song, man. Very very dope. I'm anticipating this project. What'd you think, man? Um, I like the song. It's definitely a great um uh, rap record. Um. Yeah, I like the the vibes that Anderson Pac or Pack provided for the course. It was a great segue into Game's verses. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Game performed like one of his LA Leakers verses, like Ooh. like LA Leakers capacity on mm-hmm. this song, mm-hmm. where he just displaying his lyricism mm-hmm. um, on mm-hmm. tracks, which you don't. I don't say you won't see it, see him do a lot, but not at this capacity. Like on record, you can tell he's gearing up for this album. Yeah. For me, it's like he's getting you ready to listen to some some yeah. good rap music again. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I like Doctor's Advocate 
um, one of mm. my favorite game songs from me, mm-hmm. featuring Busta Rhymes. Oh, yeah. I like that. Like he has a certain edge that he brings to records, mm-hmm. um, and I think he brought it on this one. And Anderson Park just had brought in a nice smooth hook and just alley ooped the game for the verses. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things about game that I like, you know, and this is this is one I like. I like this song. I, I want to hear it again. It's yeah. definitely one I would want to hear again. Yeah. Yeah, this is him at his peak to me. Yeah, it's different. It's different right. game. It's not the game you expect. Yeah, this is him at his peak. Yeah. By the way, his, his uh, quote unquote last album is called "Born to Rap." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, it's fitting. That's it's a fitting. title. That, that's a got, dope. That's gotta, a dope. You gotta come I, I, with. I like that title. You gotta come with it on that title. I like that title. Yeah, if this song's gonna be on that um, album, it's definitely it's setting the precedence. Yeah, yeah, that's on serious. Um, anyway, let's move on. 21 Savage dropped a new song called Immortal. 21. 21. You know what? I like this song. I didn't love it, though. That's it. That's all you got? Also, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, seriously, though, I think that, um, man, this is this is typical 21, man. Like, I, this song sounds no different than the 21 that I have come to enjoy. Uh, still talking about the same stuff, uh, which, I again, I love. Musically, the I, I think, and in production wise, it wasn't it wasn't anything great. I, I couldn't tell whether or not this was actually produced by, tw- uh, sorry, Metro or or uh, hell no. Yeah, I didn't hear the tag crazy? from what I remember. I didn't hear the tag in the song. You don't know if it's Metro booming. <laughs> yeah, about the tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just saying pr- like quality, quality wise. Yeah, yeah, like it didn't it didn't blow me away. Um, I thought it was cool, man. Like shit, do you love this song? No. All right. Why is it up here? <laughs> God damn it, intern. Nah, I thought on the song, first off, it came out on Halloween, right? Yeah, it did. 21 Savage, I'm convinced, was born on Halloween. Jesus was supposedly born on Christmas. 21 Savage was born on Halloween. Like, the dude is just ghoulish. He's just terrifying. He's just violent. Like, he's up there for, like, one of the scariest slashers in uh, horror movie history, like, yo, didn't didn't uh his joint album with uh, Offset come out on Halloween? It did, right? Yeah. By the did. way, that album is sick. Yeah, it's sick, sick in every type of yeah. way, like sick as in good, yeah. sick as in actually violent. Um, but this song, you know, twenty one typical twenty one savage. He wants to shoot the fair one with you. Nah, hell no. He not. wants to shoot you. Shoot the fair one. Does that mean a bullet? <laughs> he wants to. <laughs> he wants to steal your baby mamas. He wants to steal. Your girl, he wants to what else? Run you over with his car. Uh, he wants to untangle your braids. Like he just wants to terrorize you, and I think that's what makes it a good song, especially on Halloween. But uh, any other time, I think it's it's solid. It's okay. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. By the way, I don't see a song up here that came out also came out on Halloween. It was a uh, Kodak Black, the Zombies record. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. that I didn't like that joint. I I, I, I thought was, about talking cool. about it. It was cool. But then, it was cool. Like he that. he didn't really have a verse on that. No, he didn't. Um, anyway, did you hear Vinny? I have not heard that that track yet. Okay. Don't don't waste your time. Yeah, don't, yeah. It's it's just it's, it's, it's alright. It's alright. It. It's alright. Next song, Tiger dropped a song called "Mama Sita" featuring YG and Santana. You know what? I want to say something. Uh, after this song came out, there was a lot of kids that went on Twitter and Instagram that said, "Who is this Santana?" Who is Carlos Santana after hearing this song? I was like, what? You should know who Michael Jordan is. 
You should know who Michael Jackson is. You should have an inkling of who Santana, Carlos Santana is. Come on. Like, he that, he got to be in the history books for music. Like, Carlos Santana. Um, but anyway, sorry. I deviate. Um, Mamacita, I think, is a really good song. I wasn't really that big a fan of their last song. Um, Loco. Loco. I was <laughs> I love, never I really show. a big fan of it. I thought it was kind of boring. I love that song. It's kind of stale. But this one has good energy. I think it has good vibes. Uh, it feeds off of Latin rock. Um, it just feels like a, a a unique creative song, which, you know, Tyga, he's not spitting as hard. YG's not spitting as hard. They're kind of just feeling their way through it. But um, I just like what it means. I like how it feels. And uh, I think musicality-wise, it's just great. Hmm. Great? Great. I think it's a great song. I mean, I thought it was cool. Um, like the YG edition, uh, of course, like you mentioned, man, Carlos Santana. Like, it's always interesting to me to always hear, you know, the, I would say the older acts that I guess have a resurgence. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you know, the kids that listen to music these days, they're like, who's that? And then they have to Google. Then they fi- they fi- literally find out a legacy act through a newer artist Facts. type. Like, Facts. that's always dope to me. Like, that's dope. The person who did it more recently who, and, and I don't want to consider... Carlos Santana hip hop because he's not, but mm-hmm. the the thing that comes to mind is when Post Malone dropped that uh, his last album, uh, Hollywood's Bleeding, yeah, and he had Ozzy Osbourne, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, like that was a dope as collaboration, mm-hmm. just because That's I dope. could easily see how a kid li- who likes Post Malone, thirteen year old kid, mm-hmm. listening to that song, the song comes on, you hear this guy screaming, you're like, who the fuck is this? Then they, you know, they do some Google researching and find out Ozzy's a guy. whole lot of shit that they mm-hmm. never even imagined. Ozzy's the guy. Yeah, that's always interesting to me how like the older artists link up with the with the new. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, I thought the song was cool. Um, Tiger's on fire, man. What can I say? Tiger hasn't lost. Since <laughs> what, since what can he had I say, braids, man? Tiger's undefeated. Once he had braids. <laughs> Power yeah. to braids. Tiger, Tiger's dope. <laughs> Tiger's dope. What you think, man? Uh, I think it's a it's a feel good record. I like YG's um, verse definitely. I thought he brought a great element to the song and Santana with this guitar, definitely definitely timeless. Every time you hear the guitar, you if you just now being introduced to Santana from this point on, when you hear that sound of guitar, you will automatically know associated associated with Santana. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think for the people that are going back to research Carlos Santana and finding out more about his music. They're going to hear the influence that his music has had yes. over the span of time. Right. Most, I, I would say most recently done was... DJ Khaled. Wild yeah. Thoughts. Wild Thoughts. Wild Thoughts. Yeah. Rihanna, wow, Bryson Tiller. Wow, yeah. Wild Thoughts. You'll hear the That's connection. That's Maria, Maria. Maria, Maria. Yeah. It was originally done with Wyclef. Right? That was a dope record. That was a dope record. Yeah, that was a dope record. You got to add your New York accent when you say record. record. You know, you got to record. You know, we records. You know, yeah. side yeah. note, uh, you know, I, I was talking to a girl back a couple years ago. She was like, you got an East Coast accent. I said, what are you talking? What? What does that even mean? She says, like, you sound like you're from New York. I'm like, no. So DC people to like the outside world sounds like New Yorkers to, to, to like the South. Yeah, I've heard true. that before. That's true. Actually, you heard yo, that yo, before, hey, right? That's people true. used to always think I sounded like I'm from New Jersey or New York. Yeah. Like, Whenever huh? you go down south, the association with the East Coast is New York. It's New not, York. not understanding that where we are is still technically East Coast as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, we're definitely on the East Coast. We're right, right yeah. there. I was like, that's dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tell me I sound like I'm from New York. That's dope. 
Yeah, but yeah. you go to New York, that won't fly. New York, oh yeah, they don't fly. They gonna get you the fuck out of here. Get this guy out of here, man. He ain't from Brooklyn. Where you from? All right, man. Hey, next song. Division dropped the song called No Crying featuring Future. I'm a or should I say Future song. Hendrix? Future Hendrix. Or what'd you think, man? Dwayne Wade. What what is what is Future's like his real name? His obsession with trying to be better than Dwayne Wade. Like he misses Dwayne Wade in his music a lot. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um Yeah, you know, this this song is dope. Uh, I heard they were teasing this song for a while. Like they had it in their uh, vault for a while. Uh, I wanted to go first because I know Ooch loves Division. Like, he would die for Division. All right, relax. He would take a bullet for Calm Division. Calm down. Calm down, sir. <laughs> I've seen you say that. Not on not on Wax. <laughs> this guy's lying. But um, <laughs> Ooch thinks Division is the greatest, like, duo ever. And I think it's close. Wait, it's what? close. But right, this man. song with Future is very good. Um, very, 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 very good. It's it's kind of different from what Division do best it's like more up tempo. Mm-hmm. It's more like creative. Um, for real, for real is more swagged out. I think Division, they're they tend to be traditional R and B singers when they make music. Uh, just their lyrics are a little less traditional. But um, No Crying is just a dope record. I don't think you even have to know who they are. I think when they when you play it in the right setting, whether it's your earphones or in the club or whatever, I think you're gonna feel it. It's just a dope ass song, with a splash of trill, and Future's been striking out. He's been on a our uh, not so advised a lot this year. I think this was one of Future's better uh, contributions to a song. Who did you say earlier was um who ends up on the on the not so advised so much? French Montana. Oh yeah, he's he he's he might be number one. He there might was be number a time one. Though. Little Pump was on there a lot. French and then, Montana and then we just stopped was talking on about there him. a lot. Yeah, uh, Future definitely. Nicki has... Minaj is on there a lot. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, and if this was the '90s, you know who would be on there a lot? Black Rob. <laughs> Black. Whoa. Rob. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I like Black Rob. Who else? Like, G Dep. Who else? Like, G Dep. Yeah, yeah. Y'all didn't catch that. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I, no, I heard it. I heard, like, I heard it. I caught it. I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> who for? Who would be on? Sorry, not to deviate from the from the who 90s. from the '90s? Like we always talk about rappers that we ain't feeling now. Who from the '90s were you not feeling, and everybody kind of just liked? From like for 90s? me, I, I can. Oh, you know who? List. Oh, I got one. '90s to early 2000s. I got one. Craig Mack. Craig Mack. <laughs> I, I I never. Craig Mack I, was tight. I never. In your ears. I, I never. His understood. verse. Bro, that's one verse. There, I, there's I some people that were. That's argue. one verse. Like, did you hear his album? Like I, they used to hype <laughs> him up. Like he was like the oh the Ooh, next I, Craig Mack. I, I, no, there there's a, there's Mac. a degree of individuals that that really dwelled into Craig Mack and Craig Mack's lyricism. The way he put words together was unmatched yeah. at that time. He, I think he's good at that Rest time. Peace, Craig Mack was alright, man. At that, right, man. At that time, like right. nobody was putting words together like Craig Mack. He was nice though. He Craig Mack, I think he influenced the hip hop game. He influenced a lot of people. You know, kind of like how Ace Hood influence the hip hop game and he ain't getting credit for it Craig back I think a little bit but, but is there anybody else well that's who I got who, who me, do y'all got uh, what are you Bubba Sparks <laughs> you think both Bubba Sparks didn't come that out wasn't two, the 90s it was though, what are you talking man. about you the one who asked the question and you named somebody in the 2000s wait hold on uh, why you else? think of one who, you got somebody off the top Benny? I can't think of anybody honestly off the top that would have been consistently on Elevise uh, from the 90s. Who was, who was bad, man? I mean, I could name a few that I, I just wasn't feeling. 
this is crazy. Call me crazy. When I was a kid, I wasn't feeling the locks. Like I was, oh, I, man. I, when I was a kid, I like chic the most. But I was like, man, Jada Kiss is boring. Styles what? Boring. Styles P. But when I got older, I started appreciating them. Yo, and I think Jada Kiss is actually one of the best. He wow. used to always talk but, about chic. I'd be like, what are you talking yeah, about? Chic is dope. Chic they were all dope in I their own right. They all had their own lane. He used man. to love chic. I used to always be like, back you're, you're day, crazy. Yeah. Like he's not the best. I always liked Styles P. What about oh, ooh, Styles I got P one. was always Styles P he, goes. He was like, always the one. I never his, really his Styles uncertainty, P. his he meter, the way you would try to catch his rhyme scheme yeah, and couldn't yeah. follow it. Dude was yeah. just too. And Jada yeah. Kiss was like a chameleon. He can adapt Jada to Kiss like. Adapt. You put him on a southern track, like <laughs> yeah. oh my god, Jada Kiss, that New York on that southern music. My respect for Jada Kiss went up after uh, 2001. Knock yourself out. I was like, yo, this dude is nice. Yeah. Or put your hands on. Uh, what was it? Put your. Put your hands on my eyes, cause he no, 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 no sorry. Your, right, put your hands um, up. Remember, remember that's right. Put your hands up. Uh, that was his first single off that album, the 2001. Yeah, album. I don't, I don't recall how it goes. How you so y'all, y'all, y'all like drag on? What about that drag on? I like drag. Right? You like drag on? Drag on was yeah. dope. Yeah. I like y'all. I like the entire Memphis Bleak. I'm just trying to name people. I bought that cassette, man. Memphis Bleak. Memphis Bleak. You bought, you bought the Memphis Bleak cassette. Memphis Bleak is what? Memphis Bleak is drugs. Drugs. I thought Memphis Bleak was underrated. I thought, I thought Memphis Bleak was pretty nice. He was supposed to be bigger. I thought Memphis Bleak was. Freeway, Freeway was decent. He was supposed to be bigger. Uh, Freeway was I, I nice think so. too. Freeway I think Memphis decent. Bleak should have nice. been a lot. I think he had the capacity of doing a lot more musically than what we had the opportunity to see. Yeah. Hey, we're on that, a hell of a tangent, yeah. by the way. I just, just want to put that. Out. Just, you talk start talking about. Then he start talking about nineties, man. That, that's yeah. a whole nother, that, that yeah, hell yeah. Nineties, everybody was. So good. so you got Bubba Sparks? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You got wait who who is who is who is the person for you? No, nah, I don't think in the nineties. Nineties, who I legit thought was bad. Yeah, uh, I didn't really like G Dep. I know wow. we mentioned that. I didn't really. You I wasn't get really feeling G Dep. Get slapped silly. Um, E forty. <laughs> oh he definitely man, was out come in the on, 90s. man. He definitely was out in the nineties. Don't hey man, my, he might have been out in the you 80s. Sprinkle me, man. Me on E40. Sprinkle me, man. I'm sorry. Big time, time. Everybody that I was love on that twelve record. is that proof. I like proof, but uh, bizarre. You call them rappers? <laughs> I don't even remember bizarre on a song. Bizarre other than shouting. Remember on my band? He was. Oh yeah. Hey, that. Hey, that might be Dito's <laughs> best song. Nah, Purple Hills. Remember? I, I can't yeah. be purple. Yeah, they were tight, man. They they were they were they were a cool group. They were a cool group. But hey, oh man. Off the tangent. Let me go back to uh, what was what were we on division? So. I thought this song was cool, man. Future came through with a clutch, clutch, clutch performance. Cause like you mentioned, man, he's been he's been struggling. Uh I think he came back to form in his you know natural future Hendrix bag. And I one thing the one thing I love about Future when he gets into these type of rhythmic, I guess R and B driven songs is his ability to to make you feel every word he's saying. Future is underrated at that when when it comes to R&B music. I mean, everyone talks a lot about his trap inside, which, you know, rightfully so. He has a, he has classics that he's put out um, on that side of the of his, I guess, arsenal. Um, but in terms of his his uh, rhythmic slash R&B side, he I don't think he gets enough credit for for having, you know, the the amount of uh, presence on these songs that. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, doesn't destroy them. Like he elevates these these records, and it's amazing, honestly. So, but you're right though, man. Division has they've kind of switched up their formula a little bit. 
more recently, they've gotten a little bit more upbeat with their sounds, a little mm. bit more rhythmic. Before, they were definitely slow jams. And then they dropped a couple Lucy's over the last couple of months, like the song Miss Me. Yeah. It was definitely up, upbeat. And this one is kind of along those lines, but I thought the song was dope, man. thought this it was a dope. a great song. Which, by the way, to your point, quick, um, with Future, uh, Save Me. That's one of the best albums of 2019 to me because I think he was in the bag that you were talking oh about God. on that album. Future's so underrated in that area. Uh, but anyway, um, you didn't hear it, did you, Benny? No, I haven't heard Division yet. No crying. Yeah. But I will listen to it as soon as we're yeah. finished. Check that out. Check that out. Definitely one I want to check out. And y'all check that out too. Let us know if we're crazy. Especially when you said Future Hendrix. I definitely, I'm here for Future Hendrix. You know, surprisingly, he didn't advertise himself as Future Hendrix. Yeah, but this but, is definitely, yeah. in my mind, Future Hendrix. Um, next song. Roddy Rich. Dropped the song called Start With Me featuring Gunna. I'll start because I kind of know where y'all, at least Q, feels in this regard. When the song dropped, I didn't really like it. I thought it was kind of just cookie cutter. It was kind of watery. Had no substance almost. Like it, it kind of just felt like one of those songs where Roddy Rich was just trying to catch one. And I guess assimilate into what the sound is of the pop hip hop today. And while I still feel that way after continuing to listen to it, I do feel like I kind of underestimated Roddy Rich's performance on this song. Like he, he definitely showed out on it. Um, and, uh, for that, I gotta say, I like the song, man. Gunna didn't really kill it the way I, I guess, uh, I don't even want to say I'm a, am accustomed to, but at least when I, when I saw this tandem, I got excited, but, Gunna had a pretty decent performance. Overall, I mean, the song was real. It was real. It was real trappy, man. Like these dudes were really. If you listen to Roddy Rich's content, he he's really disrespectful, and I'm here for it. I think there's a lane for that, man. I love it. I really, I really love the melody mixed with the disrespect. It, it, it makes for great music. The way he harmonizes, it's dope. I think the song is cool, though, man. What do you think, you? Um, so I kind of want to read what I, I wrote about it. I said, you know, what's funny? Roddy Rich sounds like a Southern artist to me. We've talked about this, right? Where Roddy Rich actually sounds like he's from Atlanta or something. You agree? Ooch still or? Yeah, he's, but from day one. Right from day one, from right? Day one, yeah. He kind of sounds like a Southern artist. And start with me, Roddy sounds so Southern. I wouldn't be surprised if he was snacking on some boiled peanuts while he made it. Wow, because you know southern people like boiled peanuts. That's not all what I'm saying. Yeah, that's southern. That's, <laughs> that is a southern, that's that's a southern thing. But I feel where you're going. I feel where you at. So boiled peanuts. That's wow. just I don't, all right. That's so, just disgusting, by the way. Unless you have beer, you need some beer on the side. Nah, of I don't know, man. Bro, I'm, I'm just I've not never tasted. I'm not a boiled peanuts kind of guy. But I know. I know. As soon as I have a beer right next to it, as soon as I cross Richmond. I start seeing random ass signs saying, yo, boiled peanuts for sale. Organic boiled peanuts. Do- we got boiled peanuts in clean restrooms. Like, that's what I see. Clean but um, <laughs> pretty much he sounds Southern to me on this song. Like, he sounds like a Southern artist. And then on top of that, he's uh rapping, singing, I don't know what you want to call it, over a beat that sounds like it was made by Zaytoven, right? And then Gunna's on it. He, he solidifies the Southern vibes. Um, <laughs> Zaytoven. 
You actually, actually you know who, like you know who it was produced by? Who? Oh, Lord. Jesse made another one. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> that, that's My the dude, the uh, uh, baby. Yeah, the baby. The baby yeah, is yeah. like. It sounds like a like Zaytoven beat, though, there, to me. Like, you yeah. know how Zaytoven always got that, like, person that's breathing on the thing? <sighs> you know, and then he got uh, he got the little church organs in there, like, you know. But uh, it sounds like that. It sounds like a legit Southern song, which you would think a dude that sounds like he's a Southern artist would mm-hmm. shine on a Southern so- song. Sorry, But to me, what that tells me is I think I like Roddy Rich when he stands out, like when he, when he tries to not fit in to a certain sound. I like him on, like, for instance, the last, last episode we talked about uh, Big Stepper. I think that was a such a interesting beat and he stood out more to me on that beat. But when you put him in something like a southern type of sound, mm-hmm. it didn't fit. He didn't stand out to me. But um I don't think it's a bad song. Mm-hmm. I just think he can do better than this song. Fair. Personally. And I, I agree Gunner was solid. Like Gunner, Gunner was extra violent on this song. Yeah. They was talking. They was were with bro, it. both of them. They Gunna, were talk- Did you see I mean, the video? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Did you see the video? I, I didn't see the video. I told you, man. I it was Dateline, but there was. You said Dateline. Uh, but right. I'm not surprised by Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich talks that. Roddy Rich is regular. He is a savage. He don't look like a savage. Like Roddy Rich looks shy to he me. Does, like he, he look. He look like a chill, chill dude. You know. Those be the but most dangerous he be ones. Talking though. reckless. Roddy Rich talks reckless, but for, for the most part, like this song to me, it didn't really stand out to me. I, I, it was probably one of Roddy Rich's like first strikeouts in a while for me, maybe hmm. ever. Hmm. Well, wow. I wasn't feeling it. I will say, yo, listen to it again, man. Like, listen to it in a different environment. I, I think you might, you might like it. I, w- I wouldn't say it was a strikeout for me. I would say it's one like they had. And they put it out. I, I don't think Roddy Rich is losing right now. I'm, I'm with Uchi on this, man. I, I'm here for Roddy Rich. I like his style. I like the way he flexes over records, his cadence. Like, I, I haven't seen him mess up yet. Like, I haven't seen him mess up yet. And this is just a different lane or different approach to what he does so well. And you should, I think you should listen to the song again. I, you know, I, 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 just, I challenge you. I challenge you. I challenge you to listen to it again. Like, I've listened to it like I think the first time I heard times. it, I was like at a bus stop or something. I was like, yo, this is, this is, this is a good, this is a decent record. It get, I, it put me in the streets. It made, it made me yeah, feel like I was that's active. Fair. Right. That's fair. And so I with, just think with, he can do better than that. He can't. Dude. He the, this is the guy who made Ballin. He can. He can. Yeah. Yo, right. hey, I'm going to tell you right now, Ballin is one of the best songs of the year. The song with him and Mustard, yeah, yeah. I was that new Fudgies on a V. Dog, that's that's that's, that's up yesterday. there. That's one of the best songs of, of this year. Yeah, that's that, how good that balling song for me. It was like it was so different. Yo, that song, but is it's amazing. so catchy at yeah. the same. That song yeah. is is amazing. No, listen, I, I'm 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 with you. I love Roddy Rich. Just this one didn't hit like those. Understood. See what I'm saying? Like Understood. this didn't hit like those hit. Yeah, like Big Stepper moment. I press play on that. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Like yeah. even Roddy Rich's little hook on uh on uh on Nipsey Hussle's joint. Um Racks in the middle. Racks in the middle, like flaw like I'm like, damn, I'm I'm like pushed back by it. So now my expectations on Roddy Rich has risen. Mm-hmm. So this to me was below his what he can do best. But I mean I'm sure it's still decent. You know, I I I'll probably listen to it in a different setting. Maybe yeah. I need to hear it in a club or something. Yeah. But 
Nah. Yeah, you might you might hear it in a different setting, not even though you're listening to the same song. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it may be true. one of those. That's true. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's move on. Uh, last song of the ill. Luke James dropped a song called "Go Girl" featuring BJ Chicago Kid and Road James. I love this song. I'm an R&B head. I thought this song was. I think it was well constructed. We listened to it before the episode started, and um, I mean, I kind of heard you guys criticize. Well, I don't know if I remember both, but shit, somebody criticized it I- anyway. I thought this song had a good blend of of, of vocal vocal um arrangements and then also i thought the the features of bj chicago kid and also ro james specifically ro james was was very well placed like one of the things that i've i've come accustomed to is hearing luke james on features um but the thing is he features on a lot of mainstream artists but doesn't necessarily get the quote-unquote credit like he does i I don't even know who he is i know i know but like he he you know he reminds me of he was a dj he reminds me of like James Fontleroy. Yes. Where like they're always involved in other artists work. Yeah. Now, whether or not they get the f- featuring such and such tag is another story. Yeah. This is one of the first songs that I think has been, I think this highly, I guess, presented to the masses by Luke James that I've seen in a very long time, if ever. So I'm here for Luke James, man. He, he makes dope music. He really does. If you go back and listen to his catalog, I'm assuming he's dropping new music, maybe a project soon. You, I think you'll, you'll, I think you might kind of understand where I'm coming from when I when I say that he's kind of like a flawless artist. He has no here weaknesses. We go. Nah, I'm dead ass. Here we go. He has no weaknesses. So <laughs> with with that in mind. Go check here out his music. Here we go. I knew you was just going to keep going. Go check uh, out his music. I personally don't remember. You don't even know who he is. I don't remember what <laughs> yeah. this song sounded like, to be honest with you. Um, but according to Ooch, Luke James is the second greatest artist of all time. I nah. think, what is it? Michael Jackson? He's right, ne- he's right next was to Roddy Michael Rich. Jackson <laughs> and Prince? He's right next to Roddy Rich. <laughs> okay, where in between Michael Jackson and Prince is Luke James right now in your list? Mm, <laughs> it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's so tough. Just don't even answer the damn mm, question. It's, damn, a, it's, a, it's a head talk question. Mm. Is there a such thing as 1.5? It's a rhetorical question. <laughs> I agree with Uche, man. That lineup, that lineup is serious, man. Roe James, BJ the Chicago Kid, and Luke James on the same record. Mm-hmm. It gave me the vibes of like when Neo Soul was like popping heavy. Like it's it's a good feel. It just feels good. Um I agree. Like Luke James puts out some really good vibes in a lot of his music. Like a lot of the music that he puts out, it just it feels good. So I, I I really like the record Go Girl. That's fair. I guess I'll um find some time to listen to it. Um maybe on my way to the store or something. <laughs> you might want to fold some clothes. Maybe yeah. like, maybe while I'm folding yeah, clothes. Cleaning up. Yeah. Clean it up. Or, cook some cook some cup of noodles. It yeah. might put you in the vibe. Yeah. Maybe while I'm sleeping. Like I don't transition, know. you get home good sleep music. Get home from work, throw some get Luke James work, on. You know, or maybe I don't know when I'm dusting. I don't know. Yo, just yeah. check it out, man. <laughs> just just check it out whenever the hell you get a chance, man. Anyway, let's move on to some songs that are not so advised. Miguel slash no, actually I missed one. Frank Ocean just dropped a new song called DHL. What'd you guys think? Because we heard this right before it dropped or right before. Man, we it right was before. one of those instant ones for me. <laughs> like as soon as I heard it, I I gravitated to it. Is it? I think Frank Ocean's doing a lot of what's being done now, but he does it so different. 
And that's what I liked about this record more so than anything. It, it was very relevant to the times, but it was also different, very different. I like this record. I think the record is uh, creative. I think it's it's unique. I mean, that that's what makes Frank Ocean special. I think he's super creative. Uh, he he digs deep into his imaginary bag, like to me. However, musicality wise, I just was not feeling this joint. Like it, it, it was inconsistent. It was just to me, it didn't sound like enjoyable music. It just sounded like art, which is cool. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. <laughs> all right. Music should be artistic, right? But that doesn't mean I got to enjoy it. I appreciate it. How about that, Uch? I appreciate it. How about that, Vinny? You can do whatever you want, I appreciate the song. You can do whatever you want, I appreciate the song for its creative nature, for its artistic values. This is America. We have the ability to be artistic. But hell no, I'm not playing this at the pregame or in my leisure. I'm not trying to listen to this song. But it, I appreciate it. How about that? All right. Well, how about that spin twist? So I don't insult you. So what if someone played it insult on who? a pregame leisure type experience with you with you being present? Would you, what would you think of it then? If if like if somebody played in the you were you were in an environment where it was played, what would your be interpretation? Of the song? Would you would you still appreciate the artistic interpretation of the song? Hell no, I appreciate that. Sound like he'll walk out. He said, "Bathroom, please." Hey, where's your bathroom? <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Yeah, I like the vibes, man. The vibes is is right on this, man. Like, I don't really care what... Frank Ocean has been MIA for how long? Like, honestly. Like, what's the last Frank Ocean song that you guys can actually remember? Uh, I, I, it's been a while, no, man. No, it hasn't been that long. The one with him and Which Andre one? 3000 is the last one I can remember. Oh, that was a recent... It that was, was too long, long ago. Which one? Ago. It was no, a it wasn't a couple months ago. Andre 3000. Oh, man, I don't remember that, actually. Um, Solo, I think was the name of the song. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That's the last one I remember. Um, all right. Last well, one I remember was Novocaine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Novocaine, baby. Nah, no, I'm joking. I love. I, I do his that. First, his first album's a classic. Yo, Channel Orange is dope. His a classic. Channel Orange is dope, man. I do not like Blonde, and I stand by it. <laughs> I don't like that album. Blonde sounds like a Disney. I just don't soundtrack. like that. And, and I've been called crazy for that too. It and sounds I'm like, like a Disney. And I'm soundtrack. like, hold on, wait. How do people feel about Blonde, man? This is interesting. It's always an interesting conversation talking about this guy and his albums. But anyway, I like this song, DHL. Um, I like it a lot, man. It's just it's just nostalgic, Frank, man. I I, I like I like the 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 subtle, uh, I guess, additions that he adds to his music. Where he's 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 clearly a craftsman. Like you can just hear the 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 nuances in the production. In, in even his cadences, the way he puts together his songs, it's it's not like many people, man. So this song is no different than than I think most of the good music that this guy puts out, man. I'm rolling, I'm rolling, I'm rolling. What'd you think, Benny? I agree. Like I said, man, I really I really dug the record from the from the intro. Like musically, it's a dope record. The layers, it remind me of um, Outkast, Equimini times mm. when i listen to this record it's a good point it definitely brings it brings a lot of things together for me like i really like this record it's nostalgic it's it's modern it's it's new it's different it's edgy it's a lot of things in one frank ocean man he puts out great music he does 
Yeah, man. Uh, let's move on. Miguel just dropped a new song called Funeral. What I you think Miguel. you? I love Miguel. I don't know how. I don't know how much people know. I love Miguel. Like I think Miguel is great. Uh, once again, he has a great first album, great second album. Uh, his third album, and I think he's on his fourth. What was the third right? one the last one? The last one was his third one. I was right? gonna say, is that his third one or is that his fourth? Nah, the last one is his third one. I cannot remember. There's the a name joint right where now. he's his he has a naked woman or something like that. I think that's his third. Okay, the one that okay. had NWA. Okay. Yeah, you know what that, I mean? That, that so then this on, recent me, one with uh Travis Scott. That was his fourth, I believe. Whatever the case may be. Oh, right, right, right. No, no, no. Wait, <sighs> naked woman. You talking about Warren Leisure. Warren Leisure was his last album. Yeah. Uh which came out two thousand. No, there's one before that. Yeah, uh that was Wild Heart. Wild Heart. Wild Heart. That's what you're talking about. That's what I'm got talking it, got about. Got it, got it, got it, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I wasn't really feeling that one. Yeah, his four and albums. I wasn't I, I his wow, fourth I didn't one realize was okay. he had four. Yeah, his, his, four his fourth one was okay. Uh I'm assuming he's about to come out with a new one. And if that's the case, Funeral was not the song that he could get me excited with. Let me just put it that way. Don't get me wrong. Lyrically, it's solid. Like he 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 comes in there. He's a savage. He's a low key savage. Kind of like the weekends, a low key savage. He has a very nice voice, but he's saying some crazy ass stuff. Like you know, I'm taking your daughters. My heart's bleeding, and there's blood on the floor. You gotta clean it up. Like he says some crazy ass stuff. His vocals are amazing on the song, but it's just I just think he went a little too left with the musicality. Like sonically, mm-hmm. I think he went a little too left. It's like uh. This sounds like the type of song that, like a, a artist that's trying to make a hit the wrong way makes. An artist that's just trying to come out on a, like just inorganically. They don't care. They just want to make something that people will feel. That's just kind of what it felt like. It didn't feel like a traditional Miguel song, and I think I like traditional Miguel interesting um I definitely agree he went left um he went too left he went a little left it is I dare say it was what was it EDM like this was it's kind of it's kind of I I don't even kind of really know what genre this was it was EDM kind of uh I can't even explain not necessarily techno but um crap anyway alternative it was different I'll say that but you know what though Miguel is dope Miguel has, in my opinion, one of the best R&B records ever with Adorn. Oh, hell yeah. Adorn is a classic R&B record, and I think it's stamped, at least in my book. about Short Thing? I mean, come on. Short Thing? He has a lot, right? He has a lot. But I think Adorn, Adorn might have, Uh, might have Short Thing. I gotta get Short Thing. Come on, man. I gotta get Short Thing the edge. What? Short Thing brings tears to my eyes. I'm like, oh my God, that's deep. (laughs) Wait now, I, now is a big record. Which one? Now, now. Um, what album was that on? It was on this last one. Now on uh, War and Leisure. Yeah. Really? Now? Now? now. Yeah, oh wait, no, no, no. Pineapple Skies. Pineapple Skies. Remember that song? Oh, you mean it was a good song? Yeah, he's saying it was a good song. Okay. Now, oh, now okay. was a great song. I don't oh, remember song. that song actually. For, he for has some, some good songs. He has some good songs now. A lot, some of his songs that don't necessarily make the radio, uh, like that now song is a big record. This, yeah. You can feel that record. Yeah, I you think, know a song I love yeah. mm-hmm. by Miguel. I don't even know why. 
uh the joint i can't remember what it's called uh but it's just a guitar oh uh, you talking about do you no by the way do you is one of my favorite miguel do you is dope i can't remember but anyway Miguel's dope, but I didn't really like this song. Yo, Kaleidoscope Dreams is my favorite Miguel album. I like that album. Um, I like that. Album. I don't know, but but you know, one of the things I like about Miguel is very very similar to Kanye West from the standpoint that he recreates himself every time he comes back out with an album. Like he has had a different presentation, different. He changes up his music to some degree, almost in a you know in a in a Prince like. Um, Prince is very similar. Like it, it's 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 interesting to see Miguel's career, I think, transition every single time he comes out. I don't really know where he's going with his new with his music that he's about to drop. And I, I hope it's not this damn song that I heard with funeral. Cause I'm yeah. not I, I wasn't really liking it, man. But I just his, I just didn't like it. Historically, like people that bring out bad first songs, their albums be fire right after that. <laughs> Like before Beyonce dropped uh Beyonce, self titled Beyonce, she dropped some song that just didn't hit with people. Um some of the best songs I think are those joints where it's like, yo, these are just for the streets real quick. And you're like, What? Like for instance, another one, Kendrick Lamar, right? I I love I. I love myself. A lot of people did not love I. And I, I understand. I get it. But he dropped one of his best albums with Damn Right, uh, not sorry, um, to Pimp a Butterfly. A lot right of people that. that album is so, critically acclaimed, man. It is, it's amazing. That album's critically funny acclaimed. story. Uh, uh, ex I was with, we were going to New York. I said, sit down and listen to this as we drive to New York. I'm gonna play to Pimp a Butterfly for you from start to finish. Do you know by the time we got to the finish of the album, she started crying? <laughs> wow. She was like, oh my god. I was like, damn, I didn't expect that. Sheesh. But yeah, it was that deep. But sorry, that's just a side note. So is Miguel's album gonna make somebody else cry? Like, yeah, is it, it that it'll strong? Make you cry, but like for a bad reason. Like, keep, stop it, please. Yeah. Stop hopefully, it. hopefully, funeral. If he keeps making <laughs> making music joking. like funeral, <laughs> that might that. Be, that might be on par, man. Please turn it off. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Logic dropped a new song called OCD. I did not hear it. Boy, I heard it. But I'm. I really don't want to hear it. Oh, logic is logic is regressing. There's he's regressing. <laughs> just gotta be he's regressing. Logic at a, is going. Backwards. He's regressing at a rapid pace. The man is going backwards. I, no, you know what's funny, Uch, what's and I, I hate to open up this can of worms. <laughs> okay, but what I think, I don't even think logic is regressing. I think what it is is the real logic is coming out. Now you see Logic more frequently. Now you're actually paying attention to Logic. And when you pay attention to Logic, you see how kind of corny he is. You see... <laughs> he's of, always been corny. He's a corny, corny dude. Um, Freaking cornball. And I think this song just is just once again... I, 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 and listen, once again, it's almost like the Kanye conversation. He's talking about mental health on it. And I appreciate him tackling mental health comes from a great place there's not many people tackling mental health like he is but in the manner he's doing it it's so corny like on this song he has some random ass singer sorry uh, the singer might blow up and to that singer i i i best of luck to you but what the singer puts up on that song is pretty bad it's pretty corny it's pretty cheesy 
and then his verses on there, Logic is spitting hard, but at the same time, it's saying cheesy stuff. He's just—it's almost like his identity issues come out, and is—it just kind of sounds like you're on a psychiatrist chair, and you're just listening to this person rant, and they don't really necessarily have their ideas in place. And I'm supposed to enjoy this yeah. as a song, as music. I didn't really, I ain't with it. So I, I've been off Logic for a while now. But here's the thing about Logic, and I don't want to open up that can either, because I, I ain't trying it's to be a big ass can. Like, dog. We, we we can go on and on about. That, I'm not even sure that joins a can. I think that joins some type of big ass like vault. God damn. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, man. You know. Logic lost me when he stopped making good music. Like Logic always, <laughs> like the reason why I, I've what always have a basic ass comment. Is no, seriously, that? think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Logic dropped uh, before that the album where he had that a black a book, album. The the album where he had a um he dropped a book yeah. alongside it. Do you remember the album? Oh yeah 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 uh, yeah 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Man, uh, we we really gotta have a stat person out here, like, bro, ready to just yeah. I'm like trying to do stats. three things at once, like. While I'm talking, but anyway, uh, so okay, Confessions of a of a Dangerous Mind. Yeah, that was his last project. Yeah, I didn't like it. I thought the music was was just the not music good. Was, the music was solid. Nah, Bobby Tarantino too. Like I think I that think was that solid. was around the time in which that we really solid. started getting into Logic and whether or not he was actually good or not, or whether or not he was actually believable or not, or whether or not. He was corny, and his corniness was infiltrating the music. And while we were having those deep conversations about him during Bobby Tarantino 2, I generally agreed with all the things that I think you were just stating Mm -hmm. about how he's corny, da-da-da-da-da. I don't necessarily look at that as a basis to demonize and say somebody is some some trash musically. Mm -hmm. Because if you're making some songs that are I didn't say that. No, no, no. But remember, I was always Mm -hmm. saying, like, I think his music is good. Like, I think Mm -hmm. he's actually making good. He can rap. Mm Mm-hmm. His last project, he lost me with the Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yeah. The music, I think, started going backwards. He started regressing. He's not standing out anymore. And that's a problem. That's a problem. I For especially he, a big artist like Logic. Yeah. Come on, man. People, I think people are getting Come on, tighter. Man. I think another thing, too, to my point about Kanye back then, a couple of segments ago, or a segment ago, uh, people are starting to just not feel... Like not fill him. I think his fan base is even falling off. Like his my, fan base. Oh, is one of, one of my youngest brothers is like a, the biggest Logic fan I know, and he's not excited about. Yeah, the new music Logic has been putting out. He said, "This is what his words." He said, "Logic is um, talking about his biracial yes. identity too like, much. a lot." Yeah, yeah. Um, and he he he's tired of hearing that over and over in every record. It's like he, it's much. like he has no other content. A matter yeah. of fact, I forgot to name an album, um, Young uh, Young Sinatra Four. Yeah. yeah, that was actually pretty good. That was just, that was the last one. Okay. No, that was, was the one right before, right before the last. This one, one that just dropped. Yeah. I thought that one was like it was solid. It was okay. It wasn't great. It was. It oh was, no, that's the one where he was copying everybody. That's the one where it's cheesy. That's the one where uh uh well he copies everybody all the time. He been copying Kendrick for no, years. No, but that this one was egregious. Like he was telling people, like, "Oh yeah, I copied J Cole on J. this." J Cole, wow. he was, he was, he was, he was, he was it was bad. Uh, I'm legit. He, I'm being dead yo, ass it's serious. crazy though. He had, a, he, had a, he had all the Wu Tang members on that shit. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what the hell? I, I like, like the song, song with Three Six too. Then he with um, Juicy J on that same album. Uh, possibly. No, nah, that that album was just boom bap. Right. Boom bap rap like. 
I thought it, it was, was all... I thought it was decent though. I, I, I didn't I, I didn't look it. I didn't look at him and say Logic is making is making bad music at that point. It was when the Confessions of a Dangerous Mind shit dropped. I was like, all right, man, you lost me. See, I think you're I think you're off a little bit. I don't think the music is bad. I don't think Logic's music is bad at all. I think his music is actually good. I just think his messages in his music is 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 people are not feeling it as much. I think people are just kind of tired, like Vinny said, tired of hearing you talk about these things over and over, over and over again. And even you're coming from a place that just kind of doesn't feel real to me. Mm. Like that whole black, like that album. I was kind of bothered everybody. by it. Everybody. Was it everybody? I was kind of bothered by yeah, it. Yeah, that album was... It that was, was overkill. It was annoying. weird. It was almost like almost like I was telling you where Kanye's trying to prove he's this God-fearing guy and he's following God now. It almost felt like he was trying to prove he's black to a point where I almost felt insulted by the stuff he was saying. But... Here we go. In the yeah, we, day, we, we we on a tangent. Of, we, <laughs> we said sorry, we were going on a tangent. It has to be said. We, and, and, and then now it, we're on a goddamn. It has tangent. to be let's, said. Let's 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 button up this damn logic convo, man. Let's, OCD let's is moving. not good. <laughs> Simply put, let's move on. Doja Cat dropped a new song called "Rules." We love Doja Cat on on the I Everybody's love Guys Doja podcast, Cat. Man. Like, listen, got man. that juicy, juicy. It's starting to blow up. Oh, that's a good song, man. I like that song. Really, really good song. But Tiger's version. Both versions are blowing up. Yeah. Which one do you like better, though? I like the Tiger version better. You do? Yeah. yeah. Me too. Tiger. Um anyway, this song though, eh. eh. She's rapping on it. Yeah, I She's ra- sorry, she's rapping better than J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar combined on it. Jesus. Wow. That's how good she's you know rapping. Who she, no, no, I don't know about all that. She's definitely rapping better than Logic. Let's let's, <laughs> wow. let's, let's be clear. Which, by the way, I was joking. I was completely joking. <laughs> let's yeah, you gotta chill out, man. I'm completely you chill. joking. You trying to? You trying to? humor. Come on. I'm fucking with you, man. Hey, but oh, oh, like you were talking about earlier, Vinny. She dropping an album, right? Yeah, it's next coming week, out next week. Right? Next week. Next. Yeah. Next Friday. I'm gonna check talk, that out, man. We'll be talking. I'm, I'm actually interested in, too, in hearing what it sounds like because she she has a diversified sound. She she can adapt yeah. and, and exactly. bring something different. So I'm curious to hear what Doja exactly. Cat's bringing. She came a long way from Moo. exactly. Like she seems, she almost seems like the type of person. She almost seems like XXX, right? Before XXX dropped Seventeen, I'm like, man, this dude was dropping some crazy stuff. Like he was dropping stuff that was just kind of like along the lines of like little pump type music, where it was just like nothing, nothing meaningful. He dropped Seventeen, and it was like, yo, this is like a borderline classic album. Right. I think Doja Cat's the type where she's just giving you like these little, you know, feeling the voice, fun little. But she's I think gimmicky. she might. She's, she's gimmicky. It's like she's she's, she's very gimmicky. Us all into she's this, very gimmicky this, this little box, into this and box. She's gonna, she's gonna and like I think she's gonna. Music. She yeah. has the possibility of hitting you with a classic album. I believe that. I, I yeah. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to listening to Doja Cat's new new project next week. I, that's one. I don't listen. I, I don't say I don't listen to a lot of music, but I I don't. This is one that's on my radar that I want to check out. That I want to I, I want to listen to it. I want to see what she's bringing. That's interesting. Highly anticipated. All right, man. Let's move on, man. Uh, Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj, Normani dropped a song called "Bad to You." I don't have much to say about this, man. I'm be honest with y'all. Okay. Personally, I just, I just don't. I, I think it's it's. I think the record serves its purpose. I think um, a certain demographic is going to flock to this record more than others. I think Nicki Minaj brings an edge to the pop appeal that this song has. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily a bad look. It's not necessarily bad to me. Um, but it's not something that I would go looking for. 
Yeah. So in other this words, is, in other words, if the song came on, what are you doing? I listen to it. You, 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 I, I, I you wouldn't turn it off. I wouldn't have to turn it off. I wouldn't have to turn it off. All right. I wouldn't have to turn it off. No, I'm talking about like if. Talking about if like he's playing the party. You listen to like nah 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 like I don't know you I don't know just shuffle of like let's say you listen to new music for whatever reason. It depends reason, on what station. It I'm, on. It's been on what station I'm listening to on my <laughs> on my Pandora or whatever, and this song popped up. Depending right. on what I'm listening to, if I'm listening to like a Post Malone station, and this song popped up, I give it a listen. I okay. wouldn't skip it. Okay. I would, right. I would definitely skip it. <laughs> you said you would? I would definitely skip it. It's it a, just, hard, a hard it skip? Is it like, a hard skip or is it one of those it's like... It's a hard... Eh, just, you know, it's a, I don't really want to skip it. Once but, eh. the name comes out. Wow. Like, Man, I'm just it's, skipping it's just it. It's a hard skip. Like, it's, it's, the song sounds stale to me. You know, for one thing that really bothers me in music is um, they take that whole Caribbean sound and then they just popify it. Right. And it sounds so corny to me. Right. It sounds so cheesy. I mean, if we're going to call Sean Kingston cheesy, which he was back then, a little bit. I don't know. I kind of like Sean Kingston. I love Sean Kingston. No, don't uh, get me don't wrong. Get twisted. I love Kingston Sean Kingston. He some heat. I love Sean Kingston. I love Sean Kingston, but he was cheesy, though. He was a little good. He oh, took no. that Caribbean Yo, sound fair. and kind of popified it. He was definitely cheesy. And it was cheesy. Let's, let's be, we got to be honest. Remember, there's nothing in the world. There's nothing in the world. <laughs> Yo, way too beautiful. <laughs> Do you hey, remember the video? I like that song. Do you remember the video? I like I, the video is cheesy, bro. Just look you at his know, face. Was, I'm like, dog. Like, somebody put him up to this. You know what was hard? Somebody, it, 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 does, somebody, it does seem like somebody that. put him up. To his boys like, yo, you, should, you can do this. Yeah, like to <laughs> but me. But it worked. And then no, but take me there was hard though. I, yo, his music was dope, man. <laughs> but it was cheesy though. Right. Whatever, cheesy's not always me, bad. So, like, so you know? it's not always bad. In this case, though, that, that a lot of artists do that. Like a lot of pop artists take that Caribbean sound mm-hmm. and like popify it. They make it just sound cheesy to me. Yeah. So this, this is what this is. This is the type of song I would just pass on to like a kid. Like I'd just be like, "Hey, there's a new song that came out. Matter of fact, put it on Kids Bop. This would be perfect for Kids Bop." <laughs> God damn, bro! Man, hey, that's it. Grown ass women yeah, on, on this song. That <laughs> shit goes straight to Kids Bop. Wow, <laughs> this shit go to Kids. Yo, listen, Bob. yo, Kids, but you, I, yo, come on, there Dude, has you to, gotta. Agree there has with that, to be though. like some eligibility for Kids Bop. This shit got to be out for like three years, man. The song can't be out for like a couple days and go straight to Kids Bop. This you don't even have to have change to, the word. People have to know the song. People have to actually like the song and know the song for it to be on Kids Bop. Well, hopefully, Kids Bop has, <laughs> yeah. Can't just get on Kids Bob. Yeah, that's not how that works. <laughs> so I won't see Roddy Rich on Kids Bob. You know what's gonna be on Kids Bob? Ransom's gonna be on Kids Bob. I can see that. You're gonna change the Little words, tucker. though. Yeah, they're gonna change the words. I got, I got, I got toys. <laughs> I got something. I got <laughs> yeah, toys. Yeah. I got candy. <laughs> Fetty Wap was made Kids Bob. Oh, Fetty Wap Trap Queen. Yeah, uh, Trap Queen made Kids. How they switch the yeah. words? How do you? How, oh, how in man. God's name do you switch that up? They did like a Cheerios a Fifty queen. style format. Yeah. Where the guy was courting a young lady or whatever, and she was whipping him up like pies, like fresh baked pies and stuff like that. It was, it was, it was very kids bop. They figured out how to do it. They figured it out. Wow, wow. All right, well. The Illuvised Wise Guys presents Who Got Next? So, you guys have kind of got accustomed to this segment, but on our. Ill-advised wise guys presents who got next. Oh man, yeah, yeah. It sounds sounds so good. Don't you agree? Oh man, I like the sound of it. Um, we have a special guest. Obviously, you guys heard his his voice the entire episode. Vinny Boy, 
Say what's up, man. What's going once on? Again. What's going on? It's Vinny Boy. I, once again, I'd like to thank the Ill-Advised Wise guys for having me on, man. I really appreciate it, man. Of I course. love you guys' format. Of course, of course, man. We, we, we're we glad to have you, man, honestly. Um, yeah, man. It, you know, we've kind of already got an introduction. I think the listeners have probably already got an introduction to your music review, uh, streams of thoughts, what you think about certain type of music. But we really want to get into the type of music that you make. Okay. We, we really want to get into the moves that you're making moving forward and and also see, you know, where the people can watch your growth, man. So let's get into it, man. Like, okay. who is Vinny Boy? Uh, Vinny Boy is an artist. Um, it's who I am. I, I've, I've adapted that to my personality. Um, I don't know how to really classify my music, honestly, or what to compare my music to. I like for my listener to draw their own interpretation once they hear the music of what they think about it. So it's kind of hard for me to say, oh, I'm this kind of artist or I'm that kind of artist. I feel as though I, I channel the energy from my past experiences into my life and how I'm living now and promoting positivity, um, hoping that individuals get something from my music and hoping that individuals know to follow their dreams based off of those concepts. That's, that's initially the goal and bridge age and cultural gaps along the way. That's deep. Mm. So, philosophical. Yeah, man. It's very philosophical. I, you know, and that's the thing about me. I like I like rappers and just people in general. Like, when you're talking about your career, right. it shouldn't just be like, yo, you know, I rap and I'm good at it. It's like, yo, there's a meaning right. behind what I do, which kind of goes to my next question, the prelude right. or prelude. Prelude. Tomato, tomato, you know. Yeah, I like I like to say prelude. The pre prelude, the prelude. Um, sounds like the, sounds like uh, spaghetti sauce. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, ragu, <laughs> pray go. Hey, I don't know, man. <laughs> but um, the prelude is saucy. Th- hey, that, see, yeah, man, saucy. Yeah, so that's a, that's 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 unique. That's a good one. But um, the prelude that that to me is a very strong title. Okay. Kind of symbolizes the beginning, right? Definitely. So, what does that mean to you? Definitely. Um, over over like a period of time, I've been developing a lot of music. My engineer Conrad at Blue Room Production Studios. Um, I have over sixty some odd songs, fifty odd songs recorded. And me and the individual I work with, we got to a point it's like, man, we have to put something out. Mm-hmm. We have to give people something that they can listen to. Before we try to even go forward with an album, we got to develop some type of momentum. Um, so we came up with the concept, the prelude, uh, four tracks on the EP, something to release to get the attention of the people, the listeners, and, and kind of entice them to listen to more. Mm-hmm. So it's just four songs we came up with off of a body of work that I've already compiled and figured out that we should release it and kind of see what kind of legs it developed before releasing anything else. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, which is that's like the whole purpose, you know, of the word. It's kind of right. like a beginning, right? Not uh, the prelude. Pretty much is like the beginning, but there's more, more to come, to come. Mm-hmm. definitely. Because you can just call something the beginning, right? Yeah, but how, you know, that, come on, prelude is there's more to come. Like you should right. put expectations. You on should it definitely be ready I, for more. That's how I kind of look at it. So that's deep. That's dope. And the music kind of plays like that too. It kind of plays like this is the beginning, almost like a theme song. Like, for instance, uh, Get It. Okay. To me, that kind of felt like a theme song. 
Yeah. So like, what does "Get It" mean to you? What does that song? That's what. It, that's pretty much what it is for me. It was like a theme song, a motivational song that no matter what you're going through, you have to get it. You have to go out and get it. And if you don't get it, figure out how to get it. And then once you figure that out, you got it, and then everything is all good. Mm. It pretty much goes into what I said with the chorus. If you want it, you get it, got it, good. If you need it, go get it, got it, good. If you dream it, go get it, got it, good. You can't achieve it, get it, flip it, got it, good. It's just pretty much reiterating the concept of what you think about going to get something and putting yourself in each position to go get it. And if you can't get it, figure out how to go get it. Mm. I, yo, that's that's really, really, really interesting. And and then, like you said, Q, like, I mean, I think especially that song and then also the next song, Grind. Right. You know, it, it complements the first one, I would say, very mm-hmm. well because it has very similar, I would say, presentation, very similar meanings. Right. But yet the, the way in which I think you pulled off the actual song was so much more different than the first song. Right. Personally, I think that, you know, man, Grind was so thematic. It, it sounded very cinematic. There's a lot of words I could probably use to, I think, describe. I think the 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 synergy that you were able to pull together on that that song. So, take me through like the process of how you even came up with Grind, and like, you know, also not only that song, but just sort of how do you, I guess, develop your music in general. Um, I'm I'm drawn to instrumentals and beats. I work with a, a core production team. KD23 is one of the producers I work with on a regular basis. Y'all read uh, Don Suave, Sheesh Dope Music, Pure Productions. Um, these are producers I've been working with over a duration of time. So I get certain sounds from them, and, and however I'm feeling to whatever they produce, elicits a certain sound. Oh, I forgot Frank Darst as well. I'm going to bring up Frank Darst. He's a producer that I work with as well. Also a longtime friend of mine. The song Grind I actually wrote before I wrote Get It. And um, it was just taking you through the thought process of what it means to go out and grind and make something happen. Like the verse I open up as I wake up, wipe the coals from my eye, praise to the most high for this day I'm alive. Just that for me is the essential part of every day when I wake up. Anything past that point is extra for me. So part of the grind is getting getting past that hump and anything after that is just extra. So you're grinding a piece, this puzzle together that they call life to make something happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's music. And I, and my goal is to bring people into what I'm doing with my music, through my music, as well as create visuals to um, show kind of the impact of all of, all of the above. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, that's really you, dope, man. That's a very yeah. practical way to, I think, even approach life right. as well. Yeah. I mean, right. you know, a lot, of, a lot of people out here don't really have that type of discipline, that type of, I think, direction to be able to have a routine every day and that, and that's that's really important. Right. It's really important. Yeah. Not only from a music creation standpoint, but just everyday life, right? Yeah. Man. It's about creating um the human experience, re reintegrating the human experience into music. And I think sometimes that's lost. And that's really what I hope to to bring to the forefront and to the table with my career in music is is to bring in back that human experience. Letting people know that I'm human. I wake up every day. I have to Go to the bathroom. I have to brush my teeth. I have to get out and go make things happen like everybody else does. Yeah, and I think sometimes that's missing in music. Okay, you mentioned um, your your core, like the people that you work with, right. to make music. Uh, what about the people that influenced you? Like, let's say family members. Let's say other rappers, singers, and then somebody like let's say on the outside. Like for me. 
um, with the podcast, there's a, a Colin Cowherd. Like to me, that's a big influence to me. I think he's a genius when it comes to to speaking. Right. Uh, then when you talk about other podcasters, Uche influences me. Right. Uh, so who hey, are man, some thank, of your hey, thank you, man, man. Hey, man, appreciate that, man. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what? You're back on this show. Con- contrary, <laughs> he's to back. The, he's back on this show, back. man. Contrary he's back. To he's the, back. The, the multiple disses that I hurl his way. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so who are some of the people that influence you? Uh, I would. I have to go with a lot of life influences. People that are directly connected to me. Um, my grandfather. You know, he was definitely a big influence. So a lot of the concepts that I play around with in my music. My uncle. Um, definitely set the forefront as far as uh, attempting to pave a career in music to see that it is possible and there are avenues out there where you can do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, My partner, Frank Darts, when I was in fourth grade, he actually was writing a lot of our material for us in fourth grade, writing writing raps Mm -hmm. for our whole squad. We're called Triple Threat at the time and kind of influencing me to to express myself through music because I used to freestyle heavily. I couldn't write up until I got to like the eighth grade. And... um, my homie Frank Doss would like write a lot of my material for me up until that point where I really figured out how to put my thoughts and emotions within the confines of the lines. That was mm-hmm. very difficult for me to do it mm-hmm. at some point, but mm-hmm. I practiced and, and worked at it. And I think I got a lot better. I'm still a work in progress as far as industry influences. Uh, I'm a great big fan of Andre 3000 and outcast mm-hmm. goody mob, the whole dungeon family, uh, Biggie, Tupac, like a lot of East Coast rappers down south, UGK, mm. um, Jay Z, Ti, like it, it's it spreads all the way over West West Coast rappers, Nipsey, like it's mm. a lot. I, I'm influenced by the the culture of music, hip hop yeah. itself, and and, yeah. and people that are, are pushing for change with their music. That's that's what influences me the most. Okay, mm. that's a great answer, by the way. Yeah, man. Because, you know, a lot of people that's, that's are afraid really to say that they're influenced by artists, like certain artists or a wide variety of artists. Right. It's like they kind of, they say, oh, you from the South, you should be only influenced by people from the South. No. Nah. You know, that's how a lot that's of people not true, think. You look, if and you I think at... it's, you know, that versatility, that's how people should think. Like, you should be okay with, like, having a lot of influences from all different faces. I mean, hell, if you're a rapper and you're influenced by a pop artists, I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, so. I agree with that. That's so. like Post Malone. Post Malone mm-hmm. um, background, he's very musically oriented, but he, his style is catered to more of hip-hop rap, where mm-hmm. we are in the music now. Mm-hmm. But he gets a lot of slack because of his past influences or who he's been inspired yep. by, which yep. I don't agree. Yeah. I think if he can do music very well at the level where he's at and able to put his best foot forward and make great hip-hop or pop, hip-hop type music, Man, he's doing a great job T- to me. Right, he's I, I like I like Post's music. You yeah. know, he's definitely his lifestyle and where he came from. Knowing what little bit I know about his story to where he is now, I can respect his grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I saw an interview mo- uh, recently. It was um, uh, Lil TJ. I don't know if y'all I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah my we, little brother we, put me on. Matter of fact, we uh, we talked about him last episode, I believe. Yeah, uh, he dropped album. a new album. Mm-hmm. Saw a genius interview. Basically, he was inspired partly by Justin Bieber. Yeah, I was like, when I heard that, I'm like, God damn, I'm old, man. Like, you got <laughs> rappers out here inspired by Justin Bieber. Yeah. First off, I wasn't mad at that because I like Justin Bieber's music as well. Yeah. I've always been open about that, right? Like always. But so, you know, I can appreciate that take where you know you have many, you know, a wide variety of just people who influence you, and and there's nothing wrong with giving them. You know, giving them a little shout out. Right. Um, I think I think humbleness is definitely the way forward. Um, 
So with that, the fact that we have the pre the prelude, that's out. Right. People can go get that. Right. It's on all streaming platforms. All streaming platforms. You can find me at V I N N I E two D A B O I on all streaming platforms. You can go to V I N N I E B O I dot com and get linked into everything I have going on as well. Sign up to the email list. You get exclusives on um, new merch that's coming out, Wealthy Minds Clothing Brand, um, and a lot of other things that are that are cooking up within Vinny Boy in the DMV area as well. Dope. Which is actually a great segue. You know, appreciate that plug. No worries. To uh, Wealthy Minds Clothing Brand, man. Definitely. Talk to me, man. What What is that about? What inspired that brand, the the entire um, presentation of, of what the meaning is behind that? What does that mean? And wealth, what, what can people take away from that? Wealth precedes wealth. And a lot of times we don't talk about what what is wealth and, and financial literacy and things like that in, in, in our culture. We're taught you're supposed to go make money, have money, keep money. Um, but what are we doing with money in the end? You know, like my thing is being wealthy minded. You have to start with the mindset first. Um once you have that mindset, then you figure out or educate yourself in ways to understand how to accumulate, keep, and then grow exponentially what you have. I just want to reiterate the concept of being wealthy minded and knowing that we have something that we can pass on to the next generation. Um, that's where I'm about, man, being wealthy minded. Um, me and a, a couple of my collaborators came up with a concept called the lost generation where Gertrude Stein, after the first world war made an ode that the generation was lost um, we kind of call ourselves the lost generation, not to say that we're lost, but we once have been lost and we're kind of paving our way to make a way from nothing. So the lost generation, wealthy minds, clothing brand, all just to raise more wellness, awareness to where we are currently and where we can possibly go. Mm. I think that's a very powerful, I think, brand and just message in general, man. Y'all go check out his merch, man. It's, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. And you just dropped a new collection, right? New collection, the sweat, sweat series one and two. Um, one is the crew neck, um, sweat series two is the hoodie. I just ordered me two like in the middle of the night last night. I was just, I couldn't get to sleep. And I was just like, oh, I even posted it on my social media. I was like, man, I can't sleep for some reason. It's like, what should I do? And I was like, yo, let me just go ahead and purchase a couple of hoodies. So I just bought two, two of my own new hoodies so I can rock and really put them out. I'm about to probably run a promo code in the near future as well. Yeah, Maybe I can talk know. to you guys when you guys advertise this, I can run a promo code for like. 24 hours or something like that. Yeah. And then we can see if we can get some of the listeners to see if they can tap into some of the merch. Yes, yeah, That'd be dope, man. That, that would be dope. dope. So that would be dope. Musically, what's next, man? Like, what's the campaign you got? Oh, man. I'm meeting I'm meeting with marketing firms, uh, publicists, um, working with you guys. Just really wanting to elevate to the next level. Really getting my, my music out to the streets and to people that possibly want to hear my music. Finding what pockets do I actually fit in. Um, and growing exponentially. Like I said, I have a, a, a lot of body of work. I have a large body of work completed, and I'm constantly creating new music on a regular basis. Me and a production team, we meet twice a week. Uh, we work on production and songs and music and stuff like that as well. Um, so just kind of continue to grow as an artist and put my best foot forward. Okay. That's the plan. Hey, man, we rooting for you. I appreciate we it. We rooting man. for you. I'm definitely going to be checking in. Yeah, definitely. You know. Looking, at, looking for your music, man. Definitely. It's definitely. just the beginning. It's just the prelude. This is the yeah, prelude. Man. Prelude. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we there every Absolutely. step of Not the way. Not to be confused as Pregu, but, you know, listen, that's a different story. <laughs> that's a different story. Yo, man, we, we, we're happy to have you, man. Like 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 you just said, man, or at least shit, 
I don't even think you said this, but damn it, I'm gonna say it, man. Listen, anytime you want to come back, yeah, man, chop it up, man. I like y'all. Like listen, I said, I, I love the format. Through. I like the way you guys have everything set up, man. The the contents you guys open opinions about music. I think right. the dialogue has to be had. Um, yes, discuss sir. and hold artists accountable and yes, hold sir. ourselves accountable for things that we think say and do as well so I, I, I really love the format how you guys have everything structured and mu- many more many more episodes hopefully to come from you guys yeah man That's we'll, we'll sure. definitely be in touch for hey sure. one more time 62 man. to the moon <laughs> one more time give them your socials man yeah you can find me online at V-I-N-N-I-E 2 D-A B-O-I. You can go to the website and find access to everything. That's V-I-N-N-I-E-B-O-I.com. Subscribe to the email list. You'll get exclusive updates on content, material, music, and the whole nine. So sign up and get more from me, Vinny Boy. Yes, sir. Dope. And I and, and real quick, J. Cole, please. J. Cole. Put him on Revenge of the Dreamers four. Oh man, he falls in line with the. the oh, he falls man. in line with the rest of them. He I heard in, the he music. He should have been in the sessions. He needs to be in. Yo, there. you should have been in the sessions, man. Wow. Put a joint him, <laughs> JID, Boss. Put them all together. Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox. I can definitely hear Ari Lennox. I can man, definitely I would, see I would you love on to do a track that. With she's from DC too. Cole. She's from the area. She's yeah, from the DMV. Yeah. I heard. Cole, please. I'm begging you. Yeah. PSA to J. Cole. Hopefully he hears this. <laughs> How do we get this in his damn ears, man? How do we make that happen? Oh, uh, we have to put like episode 62. When this episode J. comes Cole out, all the listeners exactly. tag. All the listeners tag J. Cole once you hit this yeah, episode. Yeah, please. Sure. Tag. Tag, tag, tag. All right, man. We appreciate you for, for joining us, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. It was five stops. So. For my ill-advised thought, uh, I want to talk about Kanye West again. Um, recently, Kanye West came out on an interview and said he no longer wanted to perform his old songs. Me being a major Kanye West fan, I was hurt by this. So, I started thinking to myself, if Kanye was in the room with me and I had to come with some type of compromise for him, like, yo, hey, don't neglect these five songs. These are the five songs I will tell him. I want you to keep performing. I don't want you to let go. I want you to be proud of them. Now, the way the reason I say compromise is these five songs aren't going to be dirty. Kanye is not going to be talking about bad stuff on it. These are five songs I felt were uplifting. These were five songs that I felt were just as divine or meaningful to me. So here's my top five songs I think Kanye should still perform that are not vulgar. Number one flashing lights I thought flashing lights was meaningful I thought flashing flashing lights was was just a song that portrayed just freedom creativity not only as an artist but just as a human being Uh, I thought Dwele's part was kind of like the gospel to me it was powerful 
And I thought Kanye West's verse was clever. I thought it was uh, felt quite a bit. And overall, I think that's just a great song. So number one is Flashing Lights for me. Number two, Never Let You Down featuring Jay-Z off of College Dropout. To me, Never Let You Down was like gospel rap. Matter of fact, I believe there was a choir on that song, if it, if I'm right. On it, Jay-Z and Kanye, they trade in verses. But the way they're trading verses feels so uplifting to me. Feels so deep. Feels so powerful. It feels like they were trying to let you know how pure, how hard the grind was to get to the top. Kanye, I think that's a song you can still perform now. It still has some church elements to it. And I think it's very powerful and people will appreciate it. Particularly me. Number three. Good life. To me, uh, I we were talking about it earlier in graduation. My personal favorite Kanye West album. He was such in a good place on it. And the pinnacle of Kanye being in a good place was good life. Good life is free. It feels good. It lets you know you should be happy about life. Like, even if there's bad things going on, like, just keep your head up. Keep it moving. His bars were great on the song. T-Pain was great on the song. It gets people hyped. Everything about that song feels pure, organic. Everything about that song feels powerful. Also, I think the message that it gives off is a great one. So Kanye, when you're in Beijing or you're in Vietnam, this is one of those songs I don't think you should give give up. Good Life, number three. Number four, everybody's going to agree with me on this one. Through the Wire. Through the Wire meant so much to me. Through the Wire meant more than any song on Jesus is King, even though he's talking about Jesus, God, and how that means everything to him. Through the Wire was the definition of perseverance to me. Through the Wire was the definition of a guy that uh, wanted to do everything he could to just show the world that he's himself and himself being this unique guy that you know, overcame something that was close to tragedy and now is doing good stuff with his second chance in life. I think that's a very powerful message. I think that's a message that will resonate with people not only in this generation, but the generation before us or after us. So Kanye, when you're in the DMV or you're in Fredericksburg, Virginia, please don't let go through the wire. That's a classic song. And last but not least, the number one song I think Kanye should not let go of that's not too vulgar or not too bad or you should still be proud of is All Falls Down. I think we can all agree that All Falls Down musically is one of his most catchy songs, one of his most infectious songs. But I just felt like the song was... It had an underlying message that I think a lot of people can roll with. And that underlining message is keeping your head up once again. 
he's not talking necessarily from his perspective, but he's talking from the perspective of a woman in this case a lot on the song. But everybody can take that perspective of just keeping your head up no matter what. And to me, out of all the songs that I just mentioned before, I think All Falls Down feels the most organic. I think it feels the most um, meaningful. And I just feel like that's a song that reached people's souls quite a bit. So Kanye, when you are in Australia or you're in New Zealand, please, 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 please do not stop performing All Falls Down. So as you can see, as a major Kanye fan, I was broken up by the news. And Kanye, I get it. You're a changed person. I respect that. But as a major fan of yours, all I ask for is for you to not abandon those five songs. That's my ill-advised thoughts. Hey, man, I think it's a fair, a fair request. Because real talk, they kind of fit in line with what, Message, Where he right? is now, right? Yeah. They're not vulgar. If anything, yeah. they're uplifting, right? Yeah, well, uplifting. maybe not all of them, but at least most of those. Well, no, all Flashing of them. Flashing lights, probably not. Probably not. But that's probably the only one, though, that I heard. Except for All Falls Down. That one had some questionable lines as well, but whatever. For <laughs> the most part, out. though. For the Kids most part. Pop it. Yeah, I know. But nah, that's a, that's a good thought. Um, so for my ill-advised thoughts, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about Kodak Black, because, you know, we talked about it a little bit offline, but I wanted to bring it to the actual platform itself to really get you guys to at least think about a couple things, but also see how you guys feel about the state of Kodak Black. Kodak Black just dropped a new song called Zombies on Halloween while he's behind bars. That's not the first time that's happened. I mean, there's been plenty of people who dropped music behind bars i mean look at look at uh y and w melly he's still dropping songs that still end up on rap caviar and spotify it's like damn bro like is he going to jail for life or is he still trying to make hits like which one is or he can do both right guess he can do both that's not even the point though the point is kodak black was recently involved and i'll say reportedly because this is what's reported we really don't even know what really happened he was reportedly involved in a prison brawl, uh, which involved a correctional officer and then also another inmate. Now, for those of you guys who are not even familiar with Kodak Black or where Kodak Black has been over the last few months, well, he's been in a, fit a federal prison for violating several terms of his probation, also having multiple new offenses that he's, I guess, seemingly you know, added to his portfolio of other charges that have seemingly been able or seemingly been mounting. Um, now, I don't want to go into the his whole rap sheet because that's not even like what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to glorify, you know, where he is in his life. And then also the rap sheet is pretty long and and he's he's accused of some serious things. Um, and it's I guess the, the point in which I'm at right now is simply trying to understand the plight of, you know, youth in our in our culture that, you know, 
I'll use the word can't get right. You know, there's a lot of dudes like Kodak Black right now in hip hop, specifically, uh, you know, you talked about it earlier, man. Uh, NBA Youngboy, he's one, seems to just can't really stay out of the law, the law's grasp, right? And one thing that we have noticed, and I will give Meek Mill a lot of credit for this because he has opened our eyes, at least I'll, I'll speak for myself. Uh, he's opened our eyes to the idea that the system, although we all knew this, the system is very predatorial. Meek Mill dropped a new documentary uh, called Free Meek on Amazon Prime a few months ago where it really documented his all of his offenses since since he was a kid and how he has been trying to live by the letter of the law, whether or not he's been successful at it. That's a whole different discussion, but he has been terrorized by a judge that is keeping him in the grasp of the law. So I can easily see how, you know, someone like a Kodak black who has been troubled he seems to not be able to turn his life in in, a, in the direction in which his music career warrants. This is very key. Kodak Black and his music career is on the precipice. If he were to be clean and were to stay out of jail, it would be on the precipice of him becoming a superstar. I really believe that mm-hmm. because he has the talent. He has the 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 musical i think understanding whether or not you can understand the man's lyrics that's a whole nother discussion some people don't even like kodak black which i don't get but whatever you can like whoever you like the point is his actual trajectory is being stifled by his legal troubles and at what point do we as a i think society kind of take a look at you know kodak black because he's not the only person that's that can't stay out of trouble. At what point do we look at him and say, damn, man, like, is it you or are you being, are you being victimized? Is it, is it you who hasn't really learned your lesson, even though you say you learned your lesson or are you being victimized? Like, which one is it? Or is it both? Questions that I can't answer. This is, these are questions that Kodak Black should be asking himself and also answering himself. Nonetheless, I want to put this out there because Kodak Black has, again, he's shown himself to be one talented as rapper. And it's unfortunate when the talented ones, and and I'll say this because it's unfortunate when anybody can't do it, but specifically the talented ones cannot stay out of trouble. I really want to see better for this guy, man. I really do. And it's sad. So I want to open up the floor for you guys. Are you feeling sorry for Kodak Black at this point? Or do or are you like, nah, man, he did it to himself? Like, where are you in this, in this, I guess, situation when it comes to Kodak Black? I'm gonna leave that as an open question because I, I want to hear you guys take and we can engage on social media, however you guys want to do it. Nonetheless, man, that's my ill advised thought. Hmm. Kodak Black. Would you take would you, do you want to answer the question? Yeah, well, I will say this. Kodak Black is always a sensitive topic because I think the system to a in one sense is real. Like I do think the system is set up for you to not fail, but if you don't understand the system, 
And if you don't actually take the time to research about the system and find ways to shake it, then you're going to get back into the system. And so in that sense, yes, I get that. But at the same time, uh, Kodak Black has not necessarily uh, shown me behavior of somebody that is ready to 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 stay away from the system in any type of way. And I think it's a. It's the behavior part that I think, I, and I, I do see changes. I do see him growing up a little bit. Like, for instance, the interview with uh, Hot 9-7 where he decided to walk out. He said, yo, he said, y'all change subject. Walk out. Well, all right. I think that to me showed growth. And if we can continue to see that for him, walk away from situations. Just don't necessarily say the first thing disrespectful thing that comes to your mind uh, I think you'll get a version of Kodak Black that is uh, a grown up that is out of trouble yeah man uh, come on man we're rooting for you Kodak man stay out of stay out of trouble please just I don't know what you have to do just stay out of trouble I, anyway uh, hopefully you guys like those ill-advised thoughts hopefully you enjoyed the show hopefully you enjoyed our guest follow us on social media Dream Vision Network RatingsGameMusic.com, the ill-advised Wise Guys podcast is killing shit, man. Damn. Yes, sir. And as always, if you're giving advice, make show it's ill.